time for another episode of Coffee, Donuts, and Fucked Up Shit, your premier podcast for insensitive material for sensitive ears. Please rate and review us on your podcast app. Enjoy. Yum, yum, yum. <laughs> Captain Crunch. Um, oh, Jeez, what stop the... it. I don't get these chocolate. <laughs> the cereal. What's the cereal and the... Well, I'm not getting those jokes. I'm not making that connection. I've been up since 7 a.m. I went to the vet. We talked about blood a lot. And I ate cereal. And, today, okay, so. that's just that simple. Those are all so the connections. <laughs> the constellations of my brain. <laughs> <laughs> Kitty down here. There's a kitty down here. Kitty. Hi. Can you get a Hi. microphone? Kitty, 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 by yourself? <laughs> I took yourself in? Volunteer, and um, they keep going, we don't accept volunteers. Like, it's okay. Are you a volunteer veterinarian? So, sh- sh- I'm like, a, I'm like a Walmart greeter, but for the vet, so <laughs> they bring their they bring their pet in, and I go, <laughs> for several minutes. Mm-hmm. And what, what happens usually? To the point of uncomfortable, the point, like, a, well, like an uncomfortable I, length of time. It's more of a social experiment for me, because I want them to, like, when is the breaking point where like I can't goo goo gaga at your pet mm-hmm. anymore you know because you ever had that like as a I don't know if we got any dog owners in the nope. house we got no. kitty owners but like part of being a dog owner is that if you're in public with your dog you just have to like accept the notion that strangers are going to come up and like Hi, interview honey. you oh my yes. god so and, and like yeah they go oh la 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 you know like and it's like having a baby which I assume but like <laughs> You know, no. but with dogs, it's like, you know, I, I'm like, we're going somewhere. So people touch I, I, your I got, dog way more than they to touch your baby. Yes. Hopefully. There's a lot of touching. True. Well, <laughs> they'll come up and they go, oh, look, 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 look. And then, and then like, boy. you know, the dog is like, I want to take a shit right now. <laughs> I don't got time for this. And then they like, they'll like get down and then like, like, oh, oh, can I pet? Can I pet? As they're already like ruffling its head. Yeah. Like they ask yeah. after the Oh, what? What? And then like, they'll misgender your dog, yep. obviously. Uh, yeah. go, What's his worst. name? And I go, uh, she is a Tegan. <laughs> and then they'll be like, oh, Tegan, 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 Tegan. Oh, how old is she? And then I'm like. Uh, we, I don't know exactly. We're going to, we think around like 12. Like, oh, tw- pretty old. Oh, pretty oh, old. old. Doggy going to die soon. Doggy going to die soon. Yes, yes, yes. Doggy going to die. And then, and then they go, what kind of breed is it? And I'm like, dude, I don't fucking know. I just like got Leave this alone, dog. mister. Like, for companionship and like to I like. found it on the corner. Now it's my mine. isolated loneliness. And now I'm fucking like, you know. So, but like, anyway, I, w- I, I seriously went to the vet this morning. I don't and, believe and you. The vet has me paranoid. I don't trust the fucking vet. Why? Because I don't trust any doctor. No. Because I'm no doctor. Pet doctor? Like, come on. Like, so 
Like the first time we went in like a couple weeks ago, and uh, it was like because we, we don't know if uh, Tegan has had her shots, like rabies stuff, like all that stuff. So I was like, eh, we gotta take her to the vet, get the shots. Mm-hmm. Get in there, and they're like, oh, like first she's like dog owner shaming me. Oh, like, she's like, oh, like so you don't have any like records and stuff. And I was like, no, like. The previous owner passed away. We've like inherited the dog. I stole, kinda, you know, stole it out of somebody's backyard. <laughs> yeah, AKA just he oink. and uh, my dog now. It's right there. It's easy to grab. He yeah. just I, oh, over. I thought your backyard was a kennel, a shelter. Oh, okay. <laughs> my bad. Um, Oops. But yeah, so the the vet just like goes, oh, so you don't know this, you don't know that. Well, we're gonna have to get all of those things. Yeah, you know, cha-ching. And, yeah, and that's I'm how like, they get you. Okay, and then like, so they're just like. And they don't, they don't tell you, they're just like, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, is that okay? And I'm like, I, I mean, if we have to do it, sure. And then, then it's done, and then it's bill time. Oh, yes. yeah. And like the bill first time, time, they're like, okay, so we, we did this, we did that. So they bring a that, guy named this, Bill out yeah. to punch the money out of you. And then like, Bill, do you want to <laughs> tell Evan how much he owes? $487. And I go, what? And I was like about to just yoink Tegan and run out of there. and like Suckers. Dine and dash, but vet and dash. Yeah, vet and dash. I love that. That's a great idea. The great vet But you know, she's a little heavier than than like a little lap dog. Yeah. And I'm weak and meeble. 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 No, meeble's a new word. I love that. I've been up all morning, so. Well, yeah, that's a word from Scandinavia. Scandinavia. That's a Scandinavian Meeble. word. I'm meeble. I'm So what was the damage? Um, $487. So $487. But then here's what they fucking do. They're like, and of course, they're like waiting for me to look, well, I'm I'm wearing a jean jacket with holes in it. I can't afford this. <laughs> and uh, then they're like, or you can become a Care Club member. Oh. Tell him what he's won. And uh, so, yeah, I, I like, have to enroll in this fucking $100 a month, you know, fucking shit with a $75 upfront, you know, oh my God. membership, initial membership free, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then, like, I don't know, man. So instead of paying 487 on the spot, I yeah. walk away with 200 something on the spot, then it's $100, and all these things are covered. Like, just, great, whatever. Okay. Just, just don't pay it. But you know what I'm saying? And just change like, your just move. We're going to need your Bank credit card, and yeah. blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, my God. And I'm, like, looking at this dog, like, oh, why are you cute? <laughs> and, um, um, so then, yeah, the, like, and then, like, in the last two weeks since I've been there, this fucking doctor keeps just blowing me up and, like, leaving voicemails, leaving emails, like, Alvin, hey, Alvin, like, yeah, <laughs> like, oh, I think Tegan, like, we, we should probably get this, like, uh, ultrasound and, like, blah, blah, blah. Oh, no, it's yeah. only $400, you know, mm-hmm. and then, but like, oh, right. care. and I'm just like, yeah, I don't know, I'll just, we'll, we'll, we'll cross that bridge if we got to get to it, you know, and then. Then like today it was it was like like pretty chill got the shots and everything but still like you know they're like yeah so like when are we gonna get that ultrasound and ding ding and you know and I'm just like fuck man like, have you ever gotten an ultrasound before? Um, I've self performed. <laughs> I got one in my heart one time. How really? was it? 
it was cool. It was just, they strapped me down and then they put like. Because you're a fighter, right? Because I'm a fighter. <laughs> yeah, she struggles. Was this in a doctor's office or a back alley? Oh, um, it said doctor's office. Or an office. Applebee's restaurant. D O K T. It's actually a hybrid, a doctor's office and an Applebee's. So I finished oh, yeah. my, my oh, no. two for they one margarita. They have one in Eden Prairie. Dr. Yeah. B's. Dr. B's. So I had my two for one margarita. Hey, up, Dr. B's. <laughs> You're, uh, we got a we got a UV <laughs> a IV full of UV. <laughs> We're gonna pump some honey teriyaki sauce <laughs> into your uh, urethra. Delicious. Uh, you're not gonna feel a thing, sweetie. Do you mind if I smoke? <laughs> but my heart's all good because I used to faint a lot in high school. That's not Turns good. out energy drinks don't act good for breakfast. No. Yeah. Mm. What were you sipping on? I was sipping on Monster. Monster. Um, was it the Monster? I think at one point I was Monster, but it was those icy things. You know, they sell them at the like, slushies. No, they're called like ice. <laughs> that's not an energy drink. <laughs> <laughs> so natural ice. That's beer. A natty ice is what I yeah. would drink for Mountain breakfast. Dew ice, yeah, that's right? Right? No, Mountain Dew ice. Natty ice will make you faint. That sounds like. It'll make you faint. Section of immigration <laughs> Fing- police officers. Quotes. It'll make you <laughs> the Natty Ice <laughs> Department. Yeah. It's just a bunch of frat bros. Call in the Natty Ice unit. <laughs> but yeah, ultrasounds are kind of fun. They're kind of fun. I'm not gonna lie. They strap you That's down. Great. They put on a fancy if you're open into that, yeah. open yeah. mock smock. So like tits hanging out. Sure. Okay. Yeah. And then yeah, they the rub some. They rub some okay. juice on you. Mm-hmm. Some juice up Ivy those blue. Nips. And then they this check out on like your heart. This sounds like average Yeah, me. Yeah. This and it was a really fun experience. Yeah, Dr. B's. Dr. B's. Yeah. I so they're going to do that to my dog? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What if your vet is like, like this is what I think too. It's like, where my brain goes. Like, what if the vet is a fucking, like, you know, he's into bestiology. What if it's uh, the perfect field. Bestiology? Is that bestiology. a study? <laughs> It is now. It's Scandinavian. The study of bestiality. Bestiology. Bestiology. Mary Meeble today. Bestiologist. I'm a bestiologist. I have a degree in bestiology. (laughs) And I'm a vet. I'm okay. I have a license. And I have one of those shiny round things on my head. Do they still have those? Still what are those? those? I think it's a mirror. I, I think, think you're supposed to like c- catch when you're the, looking on the, under glint. the hood. Yeah, it's, you're supposed to catch a glint of the the lights above. And how is it a mirror though? Because no, 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 it was like a forehead. No, it's for shining that down on make things. Sense. They haven't worn those since <laughs> yeah, World War Two. Yeah, what are <laughs> The big round thing on the head. You know what I'm talking? I'm just glad you're not talking about it. It's strapped on a doctor's head. It's strapped on. It's like a weird like yeah Mm-hmm. That you like spin and like it should be like a flower <laughs> that water comes out of it or something. Or it's how they perform oh, hypnosis. God. Clown doctor. Yeah, yeah exactly. You will pay four hundred and eighty-seven dollars. Tegan is worth two grand this year. I like the squirting flower. If you're like a gynecologist, <laughs> <laughs> if you're a gynecologist, it's, it's like, like a little. We like, that's like a fun little here. joke. Squirt. We're a fun doctor. <laughs> oh God, going to the gynecologist also up yeah. there. Oh, yeah, the, the they sounds. strap you down there. They also strap you down. Down. Feel around. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and say, mm, we Dr. Think- Daddy Longfingers. <laughs> <laughs> I only go to male gynecologists. I don't believe in gloves. <laughs> I wash my hands. Gloves are for sissies. Well, you know, gloves like they ruin the feel. The feel. Yeah. Of it. Like, 
Was you can't get an authentic, you know, I paid grip. $50 yeah. for the gynecologist. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get my money's worth. Yeah. Okay? Come you on down. Get it. Yeah. No gloves. Lights off. Come on down to Dr. Ever Bees. since they took away Tell back me you're page, Brendan I've just been going to the <laughs> gynecologist. Fraser. Yeah, I actually only go to Brendan Fraser as my gynecologist. Dr. So. Dr. Fraser. Dr. Fraser. Dr. Fraser works at Dr. Bees. here again. She's ready for her time today. Her exam. We open at 9. It is 7.30. I'm just prepping. He's going to make sure I get a good seat. <laughs> and I also make him wear a wig so he looks like okay, he's in charge okay, of the Okay, all right. This is wow. illegal. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're banned from your gynecologist. That's okay. Yeah, when your gynecologist files a restraining order against you. I don't understand why. All good. I want is ultrasounds. Well, it, it, it sounds just like want another ultrasound. strapped down part. I'm, yeah. Yeah, Judging by your interests of being strapped down, um, touched, um, <laughs> yeah, what else? inspected, uh, you would love getting an exorcist performed on you. Oh. 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 Dude. Segway. That, 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 that was a great segue. Yeah. Well done. Dr. Segway. <laughs> Dr. <Come> Segway. <laughs> What's up, fucker? Yes. What, do you got a word on your dick? Let me see that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't mind my mirrored shiny hat. <laughs> Circle disc hat. I'd also see Dr. Segway. I'd see any doctor. Dr. Segway. Got a lot of issues. Dr. Segway is an app where a doctor on a Segway comes to your house. Oh, yeah, modern like technology. In-house visit. But going, but going back in time, too. But the house Wearing call. a jean jacket. The, mo- <laughs> the modern day bit. house call. With you- a Def Leppard patch on it. Fuck yeah! Are you a Dr. Segway? I could be for the right price. 45 um, Pickles? I, I pay you 45 That's how Dr. Segway works. Mm-hmm. 45 what? 45 <laughs> That's not. good to specify. Yeah, just 45 <laughs> <laughs> For the right price, 45 45 minutes. Oh. Of- oh. Welcome to... <laughs> Another spooktacular episode. We're just spooking it up. Of coffee donuts and fucked up shit. And croissants. Yeah. And croissants. Yeah, lots of croissants lately. From the baker's whore of a son. Yeah, you saw Horson. I saw Horson, Horson. today. That, oh no, I gotta break, because like, we were watching, we had the occasion to watch Classic Concentration featuring Alex Trebek. It's yeah. a game show okay. from like the uh, 80s. I'm glad you didn't say um, camp after that. I was a little like, ooh. After, oh, <laughs> Classic Concentration. <laughs> oh. Wow. Uh, terrible show. That's not a good game show. That got, that got canceled. <laughs> but one of the contestants. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I opened it in a car for my son, Tremel. Ah! I'm like, Tremel? Yeah. Tremel Trebek? fucking name, <laughs> Tremel? And then, yeah, and then, and then I, I was researching, I was doing my research for the, for the mummy papers. Um, there's a guy whose name is Dard. <laughs> D-A-R-D, Dard. My Dard. name's Tremel. Dard my name's Tremel. Dard. Dard. And then Jenna's like, trend. she's like, Horson. And I'm like, Horson, that's a good name. I'm going to name my kid Horson. Horson. It's like they, like, Sounds looked like at baby huh? names and they were like, let's let's do them backwards. Tremel's not a name. Where does Tremel, what, what, what kind of I, fucking name is Tremel? I'm Tremel. <laughs> my, my third grade. <laughs> My third grade teacher's <laughs> name was Mrs. Tremel. See, now Tremel's it's a last a, name. But it's a last, last name. Last names, yeah, you can name. do whatever you want. Uh, yeah, yeah, true. Um, yeah, I had a third grade teacher named Kelly O'Kelly. Kelly O'Kelly. Oh, Kelly O'Kelly. Pick your oh, husband better oh, next oh, time, oh. Kelly. Yeah. Oh, she's a really... That was intentional. Wow. 
I have a lot of strong emotions about Kelly. She just Kelly goes around to each part like, what's your last name? Nope. What's your last name? Oh, Kelly. Kelly? All right. I'm fucking you tonight. <laughs> and he's a doctor. He's a gynecologist. Only at Applebee's. <laughs> Dr. Bees. Dr. Bees. Dr. Bees. Only at Dr. Bees. Oh, I can't wait to Two open Two for one them. gynecology exams. <laughs> so I want to know about exorcism. I want to know. I do, too. I want Evan to perform. Ooh, I said, do you want to know about exorcisms? Hey, man. Have hey, you man. sinned in your life? Never. Never? Well, you're about to when I have uh, put on my gynecology no, gloves. No, 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 no. no. Dr. Dr. Segway, do mm-hmm. tell more. Pastor Evan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Church oh, is in session today, sinners. We're going to talk about... <laughs> Sort of the exorcism industry okay. in the uh, United cash. States of I love America. Mm-hmm. Um, money, money, money. And money. you know, it's it's very interesting because looking into this subject, uh, I think when everybody uh, hears the word exorcism, you you think of maybe like obviously pop culture. You think of um, you know horror movies. Yeah, little girls with spitting heads uh, and throwing heads. up pea soup. You spit, hey, lick my dick for now. Devil fucking me tonight. You know, yeah. like, uh, yeah, just like that, that sort of dirty talk. Mm-hmm. Um, I think of how scared my mom was in the 80s and early 90s because she was very Catholic. <laughs> oh, yes. And the, the satanic, satanic panic was just satanic. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was panic. raging. And she was really concerned with it. Suicide <laughs> There are books all over the house about Satanism, which yeah. I liked to, I mean, I, I like to read them, but they and also spooked me. that's why you're a Satanist me. today. That's why, mm-hmm. yes, exactly. But they um, <laughs> they really blew shit out of proportion. Yeah, yeah. my, my mom was all on that, too. She was, like, anything I was, like, interested in, she's like, that's the devil's that's tool the devil. shop. Like, that's, that's the work of the devil. I, I started to get into Dungeons and Dragons. She's like, oh, oh that's that was, a gateway. That's yeah. a big one. That's a, like Magic yeah. the Gathering. Yeah. Mm, yep, now yeah. you're possessed. Portal. Yes. Yeah. You did it. Well, it's my like, as we all mm. know for the third time, my Hillary Duff possessed shirt. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love Magic the Hillary Gathering. Duff though, for the is record, Satan though I must. <laughs> Hillary I, Duff I, is that Satan. That is a conclusion I've came to on my own through my research. I mean, you should have seen the shirt. It was black with pink, like Duff me. Duff me. <laughs> it's a Duff me. It just says Duff me <laughs> with <laughs> Hillary Duff like opening her mouth. Patent pending. Patent pending. Patent pending. Coming to the Lake Street Kmart near you. Um, <laughs> Well, I also think, too, like, whenever I think of, like, uh, exorcisms, I just think it's like, oh, this is, like, a dated, like, sort of, like, practice. And it's very female-centric. Oh, I don't think it's dated. I think it came, I like, came raging back. It did. But, like, no, well, I say dated because, I mean, when you look at history, it's, it's, every religion has its own versions of exorcisms. Uh, The word exorcism is derived from the Greek word Exorximismos. Uh, <laughs> Exorximismos. <laughs> it sounds Swedish. Uh, me-mo, me-mo. I feel like you just summoned a demon just by I saying know, that yeah, like, you wrong. Guys, You're I'm like, glad oh, we're doing this at your house. <laughs> <laughs> and I bought my Ouija board app. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. How is we among Satan? Yes. Okay. Uh, Ouija board app says your house is fucked. Um, Damn it. Uh, no, that the uh, exorcismos, uh, Greek word, uh, which means to administer an oath. Um, okay. The process mm-hmm. of exorcisms have been traced back to as far as ancient Mesopotamia, uh, where Babylonian priests performed exorcisms by casting wax figurines of demons into a fire. Ooh. Okay. That's pretty cool. That just sounds fun. That it sounds does sound kind of fun. Yeah. That's and, like a party. Yeah. And it's I, like yeah. Mountain Down G.I. Joe's and Army Men when you're a kid. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Putting them in the microwave. Yeah. Well, and you get to make them, too, so that's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like arts and crafts them. oriented. It's safe. 
Um, like, nobody's I'm getting make... a Bible whack to their head. My nope. demon's going to be awesome, and it's going to melt the fastest. Yeah. yeah. What's your demon name? <laughs> um, <laughs> the, uh, the Hindus uh, were thought to have been um, writing about uh, the process of exercising demons uh, since 15 to 1500 to 500 B.C., um, they referred to their supernatural beings known as Asuras, uh, but were largely understood today to be demons. Um, there are references to Jesus uh, being involved in exorcisms in the New Testament, and the act of casting out demons uh, in someone was an initiation task for potential disciples. Hmm. Um, and in the so second it's like century, a frat initiation. He was, was like, "Oh, you really a follower of me? Yo, go punch this guy in the face and get his demons out of there." You know. <laughs> Demons out! Yeah, and like all Rest this tools. essentially means is that for thousands of years, people with mental illness have just been getting like <laughs> yes. abused. Physically and yes. mentally abused. Just tormented. Yeah. Torture again. And, and women. Just gonna throw that out And there. women, women especially. Well, God, God forbid you're menstruating get into, like, women because yeah. you are, you, you go in a tent for seven yes. days if you are menstruating yeah. in exactly. the fucking that, biblical I, times. I'm not gonna get into like that so much because I feel like that's where you get more into like witch. Yes. Like, no, um, we're gonna talk about menstruation for the rest of the episode. I mean, <laughs> I've... You know me. I mean, because those are the demons. <laughs> they don't call me Count Chocula for nothing. That's one demon curse I can't God. ever get rid of. Oh. I'm a cursed woman. I love it. Get in your tent. I love a get good bleed. Tent. Love yeah. a good bleed. Probably, get bleed probably out born the with demons. demons anyway. Get in your bleeding tent. Yeah. Yeah, you get in your bleeding tent. You shut your mouth. <laughs> make, Essentially, me, make me something to eat first, then get in your bleeding oh tent. God. Oh, God. Yes, yum, make yum, me. yum. <laughs> Captain Crunch. Um, oh, geez, stop it. I don't get these chocolate. The cereal. The cereal and the, well, I'm not getting those jokes. I'm not making that connection. I've been up since 7 a.m. I went to the vet. We talked about blood a lot. And I ate cereal and today. Okay, so oh. that's just that simple. Those are all so the connections. The, connection. <laughs> the constellations of my brain. Yeah. Um, okay. Essentially, in all major religions, Christianity, Catholicism, Islam, Judaism, uh, it's all overall the same ritualistic acts that are carried out during an exorcism. You have your priest, uh, your rabbi, whoever uh, quotes religious passages from their own word of God. They use their own religious symbolism and props, such as the crosses, uh, crosses crucifixes, holy mm-hmm. water. And they just yell at this person and command that the spirit uh, get their way out of Get out! Get out of here! It's very just textbook, and it's cliche. Like, whenever you, like, if... It's like you, and that's what I feel like a lot of the people who in the last hundred years who have sought out priests to have exorcism, exorcisms performed on them or someone they know, it's like that person who's having the exorcist performed on them just knows what role to play and to yeah, like play exactly. into it. Exactly. They still effect. Yep. No, I, because I see the... Um, now, Catholic exorcisms, I mean, they're very ritualistic. You and have that's to, the predominant you have to get per- permission. That has like, you have to, like, apply to perform the exorcism. But they evangelical, even too. But evangelical exorcisms, they're just fucking willy-nilly with it. Yes. They're just, he's just like, you have demons, you have demons. And you see them doing the exorcism with these people, and it always occurs to me, it's like, they're, they, they are eager to play the part. Yes. They don't maybe, they maybe don't know that they're 
consciously know that they are playing the yes, part, but they but are they cooperating it. with totally. the drama. And that's not to say that these people like do have like a mental illness that's yeah, afflicting right. them, and they're hearing voices. And right. if you oh, if you grow up in a religious household, those voices that you're hearing are probably going to be like you know demonic to right. them, right? Because they don't understand that there's other. Because that's the lens yeah. of perception that you exactly. have. And group think like if you're at like an evangelical fucking like yeah. ceremony, and it's like this person's getting attention because they're getting. Like the demons oh, out of them, and then all of a sudden these other people start tweaking the fuck out, and then you just yeah. have all these people speaking in tongues. Side note: I went to girl with a girl in high school. She studied speaking in tongues. Yeah, at that's Moody not... at Moody Bible um, College or that's that the on your University resume. of Phoenix you course. I want <laughs> <laughs> speaking tongues. What am I? Yeah, like, how, how, how am I doing? Seek I'm, I'm fluent in speaking tongues. <laughs> Yeah. It's like a way to pick how up a girl a at the bar. Study? Like, hey, yeah, I know how to speak. Yeah, you, hey, I speak to, my tongue. Let, let, let me blah. speak my tongue on you, baby. Because that's what something my mom would do at those Catholic nun meetings that she'd go to is they'd all speak in tongues. And like when people speak in tongues, they all speak in tongues in different ways. Yeah. Well, and, and They all have their own tongues. The same. They all have their own tongues. Speaking in tongues can literally lead to a quote unquote spiritual experience because you're literally just wasting fucking oxygen out of your brain. And you oh, just sure. get fucking like, high you fuck. wind yourself out yeah. and get lightheaded. It's a natural mm. high, euphoric feeling. And like, huh. and that shit also is like what like plays into feelings. like the whole like, like, the whole act of like um, a priest like screaming at you and like all that that obviously will raise like your fucking heart rate and like all these things and you'll and you'll start to feel flushed like naturally when it's over and the heart rate it's it's an like initial response like endorphin, to it. endorphins are and kicking exactly. in and adrenaline yeah. and if you have mental health issues you're probably more privy to have anxiety issues and when you like I've had panic attacks where I literally feel like I seeing shit like yeah it it brings this fucking insane level of like disassociation yeah. so if you have some priest fucking yelling at you also and hitting you in the forehead also yeah. you're gonna like, start pow. seeing yeah. shit and you're gonna start losing brain cells well and if you're privy or if you're prone to believing in any way too i mean you create your own reality around yeah. it like, it's lens fucking, of perception I yeah like that. yeah um and it's funny like what you were talking about earlier were like um, Catholics, um, yes, like there is sort of like a training, uh, course if you, mm -hmm. within their like sectors where like, if you want to perform exorcisms, you do have to go through You have these to apply. Yes. It's like my design well, you minor. you can't just be an, you, you can't just go do an exorcism if you're Catholic. You have to, I think you have to apply to you the need, church. You have to get permission from them to go You need approval from a it. Catholic church <laughs> official. Like getting a deer hunting license. Like you have to apply for it. You, you have might to pass get the test. You have to. You get, might get lucky. You might get lucky. <laughs> but. As you'll see, as we like kind of dig further into the 20th century in America, that um, the ex exorcisms, like the exorcist like fascination, um, which is brought on through like literature, movies and everything, mm -hmm. um, that sort of played into the Catholic Church's favor, especially because it was all happening at a time where A, you had in the 60s, like, uh, counterculture movement, sexual revolution, all things that were very anti-Catholic. Yep. Um, the sex abuse scandals were still um, running rampant during mm -hmm. this time. And uh, there was a very, in the 60s, a very anti-church, um, just religion state of mind. Well, and it was more this they whole notion... Eastern religions instead exactly. of... Exactly. 
Um, like Buddhism. Yeah, and uh, Buddhism. so this like helped Bo- play Buddhism. into the, their <laughs> favor. Boom. <laughs> because, like, this is like, oh, well, in the end, there is a good versus evil um, uh, forces at B, and yep. we are, like, you know, like, it just made them go, it made them relevant. That was the most especially. Well, like, to quote um, Future of the Left, the band Future of the Left, uh, yeah. you need <laughs> Satan more than he needs you. Yes. The Catholic Church, any Christian church, you have to have your enemy or you have no ground to stand on. You don't yes. have any power over a mass of people. Well, you rule with fear. Yep. Fear is far more effective of a tool yes. than what Jesus teaches with love. So it's like, you you do. You need Satan more than he needs you. They, you have no Jesus if you, have, if you don't have Satan. Like God-fearing. Like, that's just like a proponent like of Catholicism. You need a villain. Yeah, you have to have a villain. You have to Every have movie has to have a villain and a good guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, and a bunch of boobs, and a shit, <laughs> and a shitload of boobies. <laughs> Am I right? And Jamie Lee Curtis screaming and showing them titties. Well, and really Brandon Fraser. <laughs> Satan's really All been right. an interesting um, concept right, throughout enough. the centuries, though, too, as a, as like Satan developed because it, Satan wasn't initially a bad guy. Yeah. I it, it um. We sort of built his reputation. Well, it wasn't just that he was an angel. He was more, um, he was the adversary. So his role in um, in the kingdom of heaven was to uh, be like, like with, with Job, where he's like, hey, God, like Job will do anything for you. Why don't you make his life suck and just see just how much. So like Satan was the devil's advocate. Hey! Uh, Great um, film. But we we <laughs> villainized Satan more and more over the years, more so than the Bible did. I mean, yep. through artwork and through what Dante's Inferno, like that's mm-hmm. where like the whole idea of Satan really started yeah. to take yep. hold, and it's manufactured. Yeah, I would like to say that, like the demon, the monster that we have created that is Satan now, wasn't that way in the beginning. We made that bigger mm-hmm. than it is. Yeah, it plays. I mean, and and it's interesting too because. Sort of prior to, I mean, and we'll, like, again, I'll get to it in a little bit. Like, the film and the novel and the film The Exorcist is literally, like, this turning point, this, like, revolution in the underground, like, exorcism, quote-unquote, industry. Um, And prior to that, like, the Catholic Church really wanted to distance itself from the practice of exorcisms because, obviously, as more scientific studies came in about mental illness, like, the Catholic Church was like, yeah, you know, like... The, the quote is that, um, according to the Vatican's, uh, one of the previous head, uh, head exorcist, Monsignor Corrado Badolci. <laughs> That's um, my grandfather. Only, yeah. only five to six people, to, and this is their own statistic, only five to six people out of every thousand who seek exorcism are actually possessed by an evil spirit, according to their logic. And that statistic was quoted from him, uh, prior to 1970, and, um... And, of course, during all this time, the scientific scientific community denounced the notion of demonic possession. <laughs> only five to six. Yeah, only five to six, you know. Um, and, they, yeah, they just said it was symptoms of mental illness ranging from whether you had schizophrenia to just uh, psychosis, hysteria. Sure. Dementia. personality disorder. Um, Let's pull out the DMS. Cramps. Yeah. I'll do a lot of bad shit when I'm cramping. I'll fuck someone up. I'll fucking steal a dog. Yeah. I'll steal Evan's dog. I'll I'll steal Evan's dog. Yeah. And bring it to the vet again and be like, I don't know anything about this dog. (laughs) It was it was like chained in someone's backyard, and I'm like, what are you doing chaining dogs up? I'm gonna rescue it. And uh, I hold my emergency card that I keep in my backpack. I don't know anything about this. 
God, though. I'm no doctor. I have $500. Here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Here you go. Bye. (laughs) Go nuts. (laughs) Go nuts. Can you get your problem now? (laughs) Can you can you overdo it with like uh, uh, shots and stuff like that on a dog? Like shots. The do- well, like you know, getting shots. 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 Come on down to Doctor B's. <laughs> <laughs> no, like Tegan's got like for you, shot for your dog. Well, d- like they're just shooting her up. Well, I'm saying like it, like you don't know anything about the dog. What if the dog like just had its shots like mm. last year? Mm-hmm. Now yeah. you're giving it a whole round of new. I don't. Sorry, I don't want to be putting. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. My puppy is safe. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Now he's going to have Peta is listening. Tegan back and have those shots removed, and that's going to cost another. Yeah, you got to yeah Yeah. pull them off. Pull the shots out. Oh, you want the reverse shot? We're going to drain Tegan's blood, and then it's going to cost back in Keith Richards. It's going to cost you. You're going to have to go to Doctor B's again. Let all the demons out. But again, in the uh, the mid '70s, thanks largely in part to the release of The Exorcist, uh, the novel and the film, and other pulp-like novels, that there was sort of like this like Exorcist craze where like sure. cool. people were writing pulpy <laughs> novels, and a lot of the when I say people writing, they were literally priests who like wanted to make a little buck off this. Nice writing under a nom de plume. The Ooh. United States experienced yeah. a fifty percent rise in the number of performed exorcisms between 1974 and 1979. See, that doesn't Uh, make sense. During this same five-year span, the United States also built more churches than any other time in the history of the country. Really? Yes. Um, Do you think they have a direct correlation, or do you think it's just like... This is, again, where it's like, you need us. It's like, when shit hits the fan, and and uh, your cousin's speaking in tongues, like, we're going to get the demon out of him. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, uh, William Peter Blatty was the author of the 1971 novel The Exorcist and also wrote the screenplay to William Freakin's 1973 film of the same name. Um, this is where we'll get into like specific cases of exorcisms that have captured the minds of okay. the public. Was the exorcism, the movie The Exorcism, based on a, is a true based case? off of a case in 1949 of the exorcism of a 14 year old boy Was it the named one in Roland. Germany? There's another one in Germany that's okay. famous. Um, this specific one uh, was a 14-year-old boy named Roland Doe from Mount Rainier. Um, and it was sort of a... This is the most, like, the first sort of 20th century publicized case of an exorcism in America. Um, and a lot of it was depicted in the journal of a Jesuit priest named Father E. Albert Hughes, who engaged in more than 20 exorcist sessions with this boy. Um, And again, this is where, like... I thought you were going to go somewhere else, and I'm glad you didn't. Mm -mm. Well, a lot of, yeah. (laughs) And again, it's 1949, (laughs) who knows? But uh, um, when we think of, like, an exorcist happening, it's like a one-and-done, no. This is, like... Most times with exorcisms, yeah, it's like a long. This person's gonna. Out. It's like therapy, you know, like like it's gonna it's gonna be like several dozens of fucking like sessions. Do you? Have. Dumb, you don't have to hold your hand up. You can just yell shit into well, the microphone. I, like, I know. <laughs> I like I, it though. I, I uh, do you have to pay for an? Exorcism I was just thinking session? the same thing. Oh. So, Is it like therapy where it's like I know you're fucking me over. I think we only need two of these, but you're gonna you're gonna make me do twenty because you're like you're really fucked up. You're probably gonna need twenty of these. I think, I think later on, yes, but at yes. this time it was more like 
pro bono work to think of it, if you will. Okay. Working for God. Pro boner In work. The, pro boner. Um, <laughs> where like kind of work. You're gonna pay this off essentially because like you become a member of this church, and, and you like, get your you know, friends to join the church because and, you're like, saved and your family. It's okay. like so a like a pyramid free scheme. resource, so to speak. But like you know, I mean. It's just all advertising, and okay. to think of it that way. If your um, house is on fire and the firemen have to come, do you get charged for firemen? Yes. You do? I'm pretty the, sure. Will the city send you a bill for fire? I'm pretty sure. 45. I really don't know. I'm uh, 42 years I old. I actually don't know. I'm, like, really curious. I have a tendency like, just to yell out uh, non-factual things. It costs yes. 45. Like, like I know. But I am a liar. So now they charge, <laughs> so they do charge for exorcisms now? Well, it's, okay. Like I'm sorry. If it's getting you off track, I'm sorry. It's, I mean... No, for like usually nine times out of ten, no. Um, but I'll get to this one specific guy later who okay. is, oh my god, he is a uh, piece of shit. Danny McBride character. He's mm. you know he's he's funny. He's we'll get to him later. He char- <laughs> he charges a lot of money okay. for his sessions. Um, Sign uh, me up. Anyway, so yes, Roland Doe. Um, 19- Roland Doe. Roland <laughs> really? Doe. Roland Doe. You Roland named your kid Doe. Roland Doe. Hey, Roland Doe. This, ah! is my, this is my brother Tremel. Got him. Tremeldo and Roland. I'm We're having Roland fun names Joe. today. Jesus that kid had to grow up to be a a baker. Yeah. Well, no, no he was possessed. possessed. A demonic baker. A demonic baker. Yeah, he's like take my cookies. demons out of this yeast. <laughs> you want some cookies? <laughs> so <laughs> a lot of what was detailed in these exorcism sessions uh, was from a diary of Father E. Albert Hughes, which um, wrote of everything from objects being flung across the room unexplainably, spontaneous brandings appearing on the boy's skin, the word spite appearing on his arm, and hate, mm. the boy's bed gyrating across the bedroom floor, the boy profusely vomiting everywhere, so it's like the G- boy being in states of uncontrolled rage, scratching and assaulting the priest. Like Sounds a, like a 14-year-old boy. It's G, it's Gigi Allen. Yeah. Gigi, Gigi Allen. Allen show. Baby Gigi. Baby Gigi. Um, well, speaking Gigi. Latin phrases despite never learning the language, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Uh, um, everything that was obviously recounted in the film, yeah. uh, The Exorcist. Um, and then by the 20th exorcism, the boy's mysterious sim- symptoms stopped completely and he regained full health and supposedly went on to live a normal life. Oh, he, he did. He in went, the bakery. He went through puberty early. See, I think that that's what we're me. saying. I thought, I, like, I get the impression that so many exorcisms really end in death. Yeah. A lot do. And it's funny because... The ones where, like, people are just sort of miraculously, like, oh, I just feel better. Like, it's like, who's to say that, like, that couldn't have been, like, they couldn't have felt better with exercise, you know? Or, like, right. any, like... But, and, like, I, I like to say an effective placebo is still effective. Yep. So, what works for yes. me doesn't always 100%. work for you, so maybe I am going to exercise and ride my bike, totally. but you're going to need to exercise and call a priest, yeah. Yeah. because that's the way your lens of perspection, yep. perspection, good yep. words, everyone. Um, that's are the way all, your yep. lens of perspection Well, works. I think about it, too, like, I do a lot of research about alternative, like, psychology methods, and there are ones where you literally, like, revisit your trauma to get rid of it. They, like, make you, like, sit there and, like emotionally charge yourself up yeah. and then they rewire you to not think about the trauma. It's, okay. it's called yeah. like EMDR and I did a terrible job explaining that it. That sounds but... like, yeah, familiar, like sort of relatable to what's going on. Right. Like, They're like, okay, okay, think about it, think about it, blah, 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 blah. And then yeah. they start to rewire your Remember brain. Remember when Uncle Joe came over? Yeah. 
think yeah. about when he brought over the giggle juice. <laughs> See, it's great because <laughs> now that now that I'm hosting, I have no time for uncle jokes. So <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll try to pick it up. It's really it's nice that you're stepping up. Yeah, and, yeah. I'll do my best. Uh, yeah. So it is a form of therapy, but with other connotations and manipulation. Yes, and yes. Shit. a lot of manipulation. Um, so, yes, so William Peter Blatty um, was, like, literally, I think, before writing The Exorcist, just it, literally into writing C.D. Pulp novels. Never okay. sold that many copies. So he never was an exorcist himself either. Um, I, this is all just there's people. other ones that I'll talk, like, I don't know specifically if Blatty was... Not writing from experience. Uh, into, <laughs> um, no, I know that he, like attended a few exorcisms himself, but what he wrote the exorcist off of was specifically this case of Roland Doe. (laughs) And he was rolling in the dough after that. That book sold like 10 million plus copies. Oh, shit. He's getting royalty checks from the exorcist film. Oh, so Roland Doe got... Money Not Roland Doe. No, I'm talking Blatty. No, no. Blatty did. So Roland Doe. So he, he wrote a so bunch Roland of books, and they were suffered. like they, they were kind of mediocre, and they yeah. didn't really and sell. And so like, this, it was this great one because it's like yes, this is based off true events. Okay. True events written from a father's you know a priest diary. Dear diary. And, and who claims? This and you is know what you happened. can't trust a fucking priest. Hell no. no. So. And then, so once once this book, The Exorcist, is released, there's there's an immediate like sort of like public curiosity involved in exorcisms. Um, In 1971, the same year that the book was released, NBC broadcasted the first ever live exorcism. What? Uh, What? Now, this is funny because... Was you, Geraldo you, there? You hear, yeah, right. This is like the birth of Geraldo journalism. Jesus, um, how exploitative! But like, it, so there, it's at, it's on YouTube, um, and it is oh not really an exorcism as much as it's a haunted house okay. where people are coming in and just screaming at the walls and throwing holy water everywhere. Oh. It's so like like theatrical. It's yeah. It's and, and it's like it's Cathartic. hard. To, it's like black and white grainy footage, and um, it's just like interviews with priests, and there's just. The whole thing is that uh, it was it took place in a Chicago house, um, home to uh, Edwin and Marsha Becker, and uh, two Catholic priests came over to attempt to vacate the Becker's haunted house of any demonic presences. Okay. Oh, many. And the footage essentially just shows nothing in the sense of any Jesus evidence Christ. of demonic ongoings, but nonetheless... It continued to perpetuate the exorcism hype train. What a fucking racket, though. It's like being a pet psychic or a pet massage. It's like, dude, because it's so much bullshit that it's like, I can tell. There's no proof or measurement of your qualifications or of the measuring of the demons in your house. There's no, there is so, there is so nothing. It is so intangible. And like, literally, it's like, if two years, uh, if two years prior, 1971, when the exorcist wasn't a popular novel, and all that. It's like, would you have done that story? Exactly. No. 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 Like, they're not. capitalizing on people's fear, just like those priests are. They're exploiting it. And so that this sort of continued to have the 70s, like, uh, exorcism resurgence. Uh, another huge turning stone in terms of literature that helped um, continue this notion was uh, Ma- Malachi Martin's Hostage <laughs> of the Devil. Um, what? Is that, a, that sounds like a good book. Yeah. Hostage of the Devil sounds very fun, and it is uh, Mart. It is written. Is that a Dean Koontz um, book? Yeah, yeah. It sounds <laughs> like the sequel to The Da Vinci Code or like something. Uh, Martin was an ex-priest who ultimately dropped out of priesthood uh, because he loved banging. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah. Because he loved the uh, ladies. In favor of writing uh, exploitation exposés on first-hand dealings and observations of exorcisms. Ooh. Uh, Hostage of the Devil, again, is another, like, 
yes, it's fun to read. Um, you're just taking everything at his word, um, mm-hmm. everything that he ex- has ex- seen and experienced. Um, but uh, nonetheless, besides the lack of any sources for his book or anything, or anything resembling yeah. Sh- journalism. Show your work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this book went on to sell millions of copies as well. Um, uh, another uh, famous sort of uh, an infamous influencer of the uh, need for exorcisms uh, in society were the Warrens. Um, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Those the Amityville. Oh, those guys. Oh. Yeah, talking about, oh. Talk about a racket. Talk about an exploitive racket. The people with the museum. Yeah. They're they have the, a museum? Yeah, the yeah museum. they were like the ghost hunters extraordinaire. Um, of the they're family. relevant right now with the Conjuring movie series. Yes. Um, Ooh, those movies. Oh, they should have called them the con artists. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they got that little dog. I kind of describe the Warrens as this like yeah, yeah, yeah. Scooby-Doo mystery machine married couple that would just kind of travel <laughs> yeah. all around the country in pursuit of anything of the occult, supernatural, or whatever could only be explained as evil. As bullshit. Yeah. It's uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren. That sounds um, kind of fun, though. I mean, hey, if you can make money out yeah, of it, why not? Yeah, if you can make not? it. Yeah, Jesus Christ. I got to find a and that's And that's like all that. it is, is just like, like, edit, like, they'd literally just, like, wait for some, you know, it's like, it's like the X-Files with, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mulder. But like they're, instead, but they're crusty old people. It, they're, they're, yeah, and it's like they're they're not looking for <laughs> the truth. Couple. They're looking yeah. to exploit the truth. Yeah, or make money. They're not looking to the fiction. Um, make a make a buck. And the big case for them was the the Amityville um, yes. house, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. which was <laughs> in 1974 um, uh, at 112 Ocean Avenue. Um, there's a place called 112 yeah. Ocean Avenue. Ocean Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> 24-year-old Ro- Ronald DeFeo. Shot DeFeo. Uh, no, it's not funny. Shot and murdered no. his parents <laughs> with a family. shotgun as well as his four younger siblings. He was fucking um, mentally ill, maybe? And uh, a year later, a married couple moved into that house. Um, they were George and Kathleen Lutz. And, uh, you know, it's just, if you've seen the movie, if you've seen any Haunted House movies. Flies! Flies! Flies so, everywhere. Um, I, I've heard, like, a, a couple of different takes on it. Some people are like, yeah, they just made the whole fucking story up just to sell, like, sell books and, and mm-hmm. make a movie and stuff. Are you talking about the, the couple that lived in the house or the Warrens? Uh, like, both. Like, yeah. I, like, they got together with the Warrens. And then I've also heard that, like, nope, it's all true, everything. It, it's like, so... I. I oh, just wish true. I can't get a definitive answer out of anything that so it's like, is it true or is, is it the murder fake? you mean true? Or the like murder the... is definitely murder is no, true. No, the murder is right, true. Right. That part I know. It's, it's the whole like this new couple moves in and uh, in their house they get like th- knockings, uh, things moving, rancid odors, um, extreme drops in temperature, slime oozing out of the Ooh, walls. And like as uh, Rebecca said, swarms of flies just invading the house. I would like to make that joke uh, with there's tons of flies. Like, it's like Amityville in here. Mm-hmm. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah. Maybe because the house wasn't kept up for two years. Yeah, maybe clean your house. I don't know. Maybe that's why it looks... Maybe they were attracted to the dried blood that was, was still... Thinking. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but anyway... dead bodies out of here and the yeah. smell will be better. <laughs> the, the, Warrens, the Warrens caught wind of the hauntings of Amityville and initially went as far to perform a seance on live television uh, on the front lawn. Um, And then, of course, somebody ultimately wrote a novel about the Amityville hauntings, which has turned into a movie, which the Warrens definitely received some sort of royalty settlement from it. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, this whole case 
boosted them to be the new faces of the psychic occult scene. They would uh, routinely be booked on late-night talk shows and be interviewed about their doings. Uh, the Warrens perpetuated the notion that many people's homes had hauntings of some sorts, and they frequently teamed up with underground priests to perform unauthorized exorcisms. Yep. It's like Oprah of yeah. Ghosts. Oh, you, you have a haunting, yeah. you have a haunting, exactly. you have a haunting. Yeah. Yeah. You've exactly. got a demon. you got a bug oh, it. you got a bug oh, yeah, it in well, here. Yeah. This whole like, town is haunted. We're going to have to get bills from all y'all. And Laureen oh, Warren is the one who's like, I'm she's clairvoyant. So like, she just, no, she's not. She just <laughs> sees, yeah, like, she Bullshit. just hears things, Bullshit. she sees things don't question her she's doing her thing right, yeah. that's yep. her degree mm-hmm. is her craziness and so like again this sort of led to um what was previously uh again the catholic church didn't want to like you know even discuss the uh the process of exorcisms because it made them look ancient and out of the times okay mm. yet mm. now everyone else not affiliated with the catholic church is is like perpetuating that, like this is necessary, and there is good and There's evil so many at demons. worst. Mm-hmm. You gotta get rid of them all. So basically, where all these demons come from? A new group of people seeking power and exploitation decided that. Oh my God! It's like gluten. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Jenna, but you know, like 10 years ago, nobody gave a fuck about gluten. Yeah. As a waitress, like nobody's ever like, ah, uh, yeah, so like 10 years ago, no one even knew gluten existed. It's just like demons. Now they're like, are there, <laughs> is there demons in my bread? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll take a demonic free is this, bread, please. Is this yeah. bread demon free? <laughs> um, I'm demon intolerant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got a demon allergy, so if you I'm on the salad, demon diet. <laughs> <laughs> it's that whole notion of that once that thought enters the public consciousness and then they fucking run with it. Totally. Yeah. And and here's the thing is that and um so a lot of um uh, source the, the main source I had for this is a book called American Exorcism. In your mind. Um, and my unsupported documents that I wrote in my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, and the demons. American that Exorcism that is written by uh, Michael W. Uh, Cuneo. Um, it's a very fun book. It's, uh, it details the first kind of half of the book, American Exorcism, uh, outlines and details America's, uh, fascination with exorcisms Mm -hmm. due to the result of blah, 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 the exorcist book and uh, everything. And then the second half is, uh, this writer, um, literally meeting, uh, all sorts of, uh, exorcist priests and tagging along with them. Fun, um, like goes on field trips. And going, stuff. yeah, like, like yeah. riding in the police car. Yeah, a ride along. Yes, yeah. Yeah, definitely a ride along. <laughs> um, Can I hold your gun? And and Can I, I hold think, your cross. I think what's apparent. <laughs> I thought you're gonna say crotch. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Uh, I think what's apparent, like in reading the book, is that I th- and I think he feels this too. Is that um, a lot of these people definitely feel they're doing God's work? Like I mm-hmm. think I think they like, and I think. He talks about meeting the Warrens, um, who at the time are an elderly couple that are still t- going to like wherever fucking haunted things and doing whatever they're doing. Now, is this like total narcissistic behavior on their part? Yes, of course. And are they still like cashing in some sort of checks based on? Are they on? still alive? Uh, I believe they're dead now. This book was. I, I think, but the, their ghosts are probably the, still cashing yeah. those okay. residual the checks. Old, the old man's dead, I think, but I think the lady's still Lorraine. alive. Okay. Lorraine. Yeah. Dead, but is it Lorraine? I mean, Lorraine. 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 Lorra
the writer in- interviewed the Warrens, and um, they definitely come off as like they they care about a- anyone that they've you know mm. quote unquote interacted with in the past. Um, Ed Warren talked about how like he's suffered a few heart attacks, I believe, oh. like during like exorcist well, sessions spooked. and like yeah. you know and, and at any time they could have uh, just been like you know what yeah ah my heart don't you think that demons in my heart a sign to stop what you're doing if you have more and than that's one where, fucking and, heart attack and that's where you can like you can't I guess knock them for like they're they're fucking passionate about what right well just because I don't believe in your bullshit doesn't mean that I don't think that you do believe in it sure and it doesn't mean that I discount like just because I don't believe in it doesn't mean I necessarily think that it's wrong. I believe everybody has space to believe what they want yeah. in this yeah. world. Yep. Um, and even though I think that most of that stuff is exploitive and a con job, mm-hmm. um, yeah, they probably had good intentions. They probably believed in their mission. Yeah. And you said they have, they're passionate about it. Yeah. It's like just because like, I'm not going to buy it doesn't mean it's not for sale. It's yep. just the whole pic- <laughs> the whole picture of what they're doing. There yep. is the goodness, and then there's like the naughty, evil side of like we're going to cash in on this. Yeah, right. I'll make some money. Well, and then that's so that's what the Catholic Church did in the '70s was they were like they wanted to get in on this cash train. Um, so during the 1970s, uh, the Catholic Church started training more priests than ever before in the 20th century uh, in the teachings of exorcism. Um, and local churches could easily network exorcists within other chapters if any local church members were in such need of a ritual. I love that networking exorcism. <laughs> yeah. And exorcist. So, uh, do you, what like, do you, do you have to deal with the green vomit? What you color got is David, your vomit? Uh, well, we'll call Fred in Indianapolis. And yeah, he knows right about that. They serve red wine and wafers at yeah. the networking events. So oh, all these, you. all this training and, um, all like this, you know, uh, occult, uh, wariness, led to the satanic panic of the 80s. And what a better time to uh, hate Satan uh, with uh, Reagan as our president. Um, Satan out. uh, Get out. You have evil commie forces. Like your politics are separated by Uh, good and evil. Everything in your life is this sort of like, we are good, good they are bad. Exactly. Even though we're bad too. Has it ever occurred to anybody that the bad guys don't think that they're the bad guys? (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, don't tell the, bad the people guys are that they're around good going, Ooh, we're the baddies. Yeah, exactly. Baddie, baddie, baddie. Of not. Um, <laughs> we're the bad guys? I well, thought we were the good guys. I thought we were good. Like, they're the bad guys, right? Wait, the people other don't like sitting and partying and promiscuous sex? <laughs> oh, yeah. Sign me up. <laughs> um, one of the uh, big landmark novels based on exorcisms in the 80s was the 1983 novel People of the Lie uh, by mm. M. Scott Peck. And again, up until this point, we've just been any like the Warrens, Blatty, uh, mm-hmm. anything was just based off word of mouth or uh, personal encounters that could not be verified from any other sources. Or movies. Or movies. Mm-hmm. Or M- diaries. M. Scott Peck was the first quote unquote voice of reason, as uh, he was at before writing this novel, a uh, esteemed psychiatrist. Um, and it's really funny because this guy seems to be one who went, you know what? I'm going to throw all my credibility under the bus and just hop on this cash train. Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, his book, People of the Lie, uh, is, features Peck's accounts of witnessing firsthand exorcisms. And uh, again, it's just like... This guy is a, you know, he's a intellectual. He's a psychiatrist. Uh-huh. And it's all falling into the pulpy cliches that Martin and Blatty wrote about a decade, a decade prior. And um, 
Nonetheless, um, because the rise of the right was happening in the 80s, the novel went on to be a bestseller. Um, this is also the age of talk shows with your boy Geraldo yeah. and Oprah. Donahue. And uh, Peck Sal- was constantly a, uh, an expert. Morton on, Downey yes. Jr. We should talk about uh, Morton Downey Morton. Jr. Yeah. Talk about a motherfucker. <laughs> that guy. Love that guy. Oh, I do love him. That way he like perpetuated he's like, he's a hate like crime. He's like Bill O'Reilly himself. meets uh, the sergeant from Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> oh, we got to do Arlie Morton Arlie. Downey. Because all the Arlie kiddos Amber, out yeah. there who don't know who Mart- Morton Downey Jr. is. Oh, so yeah. good. He was like pre-Springer. He was the like yeah. the birth yes. of Jerry Springer. And it get in your face and he'd say, look, shut up and listen to me. And he'd smoke <laughs> a yeah, yeah, he'd be right. Smoke a pack of cigs per show. He, he fucking rules. Like he is like, yeah, he was the evangelical like side. And, and like not even like religious sense, but just pure theatrics. And before Jesse Smollett. Yes. There, there was Morton Downey Jr. Yes. And what, then, uh, what what was that? What did he, he, he um, yeah he lied he about people that, that he pretended that someone um committed a hate crime against yeah. him. Oh, like yeah, they found yeah, him, yeah. I think they found him in a bathroom and someone yes. had written, but he had written on his own face and like yes. beat himself up yep. and oh, tore his shirt. Those are good. It. I awesome. love it. Yep. Juicy. Oh, he's so full of shit. A stage hate crime. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was oh. kind of the that was kind of the last. Yeah. Like, stage the, the hate crime. His that. antics are like the epitome of like the eighties and 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 what we're talking about right here. Well, you want to talk about? I mean, if this is coffee donuts and fucked up shit. There's some shit that is fucked up, and staging a hate crime is really fucked up. And <laughs> cheating so at the crazy. Special Olympics, that is really fucked up. There's that some one. things that's like, that is so deeply yeah. deplorable. Yep. Yeah. It's like murder, you know, whatever. Well, if you fake a hate crime, <laughs> you, you're fucking with society. No, I know. As a it's whole. like, yeah, like, it's. It takes more, like, the psychology behind faking a hate crime is more complex and fucked up than mm-hmm. honestly murder. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, so. Well, you're going to, yeah, you're going to kind of change the perspective of society. And that just, can, like, shift things. Yeah. Because of your lies. Yes. So, and, and like, that was the whole logic behind the satanic panic of the 80s. Um, obviously, heavy metal is put on blast. Yeah. For, uh, we weren't allowed to wear peace messages. signs. My mom had those books. Those, um, those like th- they're things that, like watch out for these things because then your kid will be possessed. Yeah. And so like peace signs, I wasn't allowed to wear a peace sign because it was an upside down broken cross in a circle, uh, perpetuating so. the everlasting reign of Satan. That's yeah, what they said it was. The everlasting yeah. reign of Satan. Yeah. They had those pictures of Mighty Mouse like snorting coke. They're like, this is Mighty Mouse snorting cocaine. You're you're possessed. <laughs> Um, all those like little tiny the Dungeons and Dragons, Ouija Wait, boards, everything. But he's Mighty Mouse. He doesn't need to do cocaine. Did you nah, know Hasbro owns? We- do you yeah. guys know that Hasbro <laughs> owns Ouija board? Hasbro Games yeah. owns oh, yeah, Ouija board. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. cool. That's yeah. a fun fact. All right. I used to work for them. Oh, ever, anybody had ever played with a Ouija board? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I used to do it all the time. I yeah. thought I was. Yeah. I never have. I was like that scared. I lived in that like um, level of, of fear yeah. in that household that I've never. I've never. When I was in middle board. school, I had a witch phase. So me and my friend would write like love potions about boys in our school, and everyone thought her and I were you lesbians. Take several <laughs> of Brad's pubic hair, mix it with <laughs> you the craft every day. <laughs> yeah, no, but we did the Ouija board, and all we would do is talk to each other in school and no one else, and the good, through the, the Ouija good times. board. <laughs> I remember like the Ouija board, the, like my memory of it was like, we were like nine or 10. We were in a kid's basement. We had a candle yep. and the kid's mm-hmm. older sister was there as well. And I'm pretty sure always she was the, the influencer. She always the fucking, is. Uh, yeah. She was Ouija moving it. Board. Yeah. And, and like everybody just kept asking when they're going to die. <laughs> oh, okay. And like, like the first, the kid whose house we were at, um, he was like, when am I going to die? And it just went to like nine and then nine. And he's like, cool, like 99. 
And then, like, they were like, when is, how long is Evan going to live? And it, like, went to, like, two and then, like, three. And they're like, you're going to die at 23. And I was like, what the fuck? That's my memory is just learning I was going to die in, you like, made it, a though. decade. And I beat you it. it. You beat it. Beat that nice. shit. Beat it. Suck you're that the Ouija boy. Yeah. Yeah. Suck that demons. Eat a dick, Luigi. Luigi. Luigi board. Yeah. Oh, Luigi board. Oh, hey, you're a Satan. Hey, it's Italian or demon. Mario's a bitch. Luigi board. I have a big dick. Hey, the Luigi board has got a mustache. And you just push his mustache around the room. Instead of the planchette. Yeah. I want, I want. Patent pending, patent pending, patent pending. This is our idea. Luigi board. So yeah, heavy metal music was a huge scapegoat in the 80s. Uh, A huge famous case was two teenagers who committed suicide while listening to Judas Priest. Their mm-hmm. family sued the band, ultimately, ultimately unsuccessfully. Yes. But didn't yes. one of those kids like fuck it up and like one blew, died, one did not die. Like yeah. one kid like if blew you half his preacher, face, he like blew half his face off. Our like, face from the preacher is based on the guy, yeah. the Judas Priest kid who did not die. Yeah, that so shit. If you've up. seen the preacher or read the preacher, yeah. that even they they put it in the setting of Nirvana, um, it, within the preacher, it is based on. The Jewish what? priest kid, and he has the same mouth. That shit, yeah. um, that yeah. shit, That's freaked crazy. me the fuck out it's when I was really growing troubling. up. It's really troubling. Well, yeah, just, the, 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 yeah the, 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 more like a belly button mouth, I guess the way it sort of sucks in. But yeah, our face, and oh. also the kid's personality because he's just as like it's really the same character, almost like he's like, well, we're on trying to make the best of things, yeah. Yeah. and you're like, oh, oh my god, god dude. No, I remember watching <laughs> watching like a TV show about that kid. Like, here's him at Disneyland. Like he's yeah. going like. Mm-hmm. Making the best of it, and it's just like I listen to Nickelback now. I'm fine. Face all mangled and shit, and that freaked me out. Like not anything about like oh Judas Priest made him do that. Like no, it's like. I don't, no, but that's just terrifying. Like, yeah. Well, know. and all that shit is ridiculous because what was it? Backwards subliminal messages. As musicians, who if recording is tedious enough? No yeah. musician yeah. is gonna fucking bother. Yeah, if you think Robert Plant time. is going into the studio like, and then like right here at four minutes into Stairway to Heaven, I'm gonna say Satan is real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but backwards <laughs> in reverse, and we're yeah. gonna have to. No musician would same. ever do that. It's nope. the consciousness of nobody like, got the time for someone, that shit. It's a placebo effect of someone telling you that. All of a sudden, that's all you can fucking well, hear. Well, it would be like uh, the auditory version of pareidolia. Pareidolia is the name for when yeah. we see faces in things. So you like you look at a pickle and you're like, oh, that pickle's smiling at me. That's yeah. pareidolia. I because love the when human brain, smile at me. <laughs> the human brain you mean needs the pickle to isn't make... smiling at me? It's not. And it's I, not why a did place. I put the pickle in my pants then? <laughs> <laughs> it gave consent. <laughs> it said, that's okay, so Evan. So because the human brain needs <laughs> to make patterns out of things, which is the same thing that we hear in EVPs. When you have like a ghost EVP and they're like, oh, I heard it say yeah. get out. It's like, it's because the human brain needs to make a, 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 yeah. a conscious pattern out of something. So it's mm-hmm. the auditory version of pareidolia. Yeah. And it's funny because, yes, so that alongside like in the 80s, like literally it's like the media and politics are just on the same team oh, yeah. more than ever before. And every news report, every local news report would have uh, murder, like, and then, like, Satan? Yeah, exactly. Like, just well, sort it, of, like, could it be their own spins Satan? of satanic-fueled motives, although the FBI, uh, the head of the FBI in 1989 
admitted that no single case of no. satanic motivated murder no. ever existed. No. no, and there were all there. They, there were lives that were destroyed in Jordan, Minnesota. Yeah, that whole thing. You guys oh, know that that whole thing yeah. that happened in Jordan, Minnesota. All these people's lives were ruined because kids were blaming people for molesting them, and they were <gasps> saying it was part of like a satanic ritual. Yeah. and none of it ever happened. Yeah. No. And people's lives were fucking destroyed. Yeah, I want. I kind of wanted to do a thing on Jordan, Minnesota, but then I'm like, it's just so sad. It's yeah, well, so that's just too. Too fucked up. Also, what you show your kids when your kids watch the news with you and their brains aren't developed. Like, I was traumatized. <laughs> I <laughs> Sorry. The cat, cat is attacking cat. Get the devil out of that cat. <laughs> yeah, Come here, kitty. Drink it this holy adorable. water. Right. Stop, so attack, stop attacking the I microphone. Was, I think I mentioned this before. I was traumatized as a kid because I watched my, gr- my grandma and I were watching the news and they were talking about this person that would come into people's houses and steal their little girls. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, wow. In Arizona. Phoenix, Arizona. And that's where... Evan, you ever been to Phoenix? <laughs> I am no longer welcome. <laughs> so it's just like all of a sudden like in my head, I'm like... Come here, little girl. At any moment, this guy was going to come into my room and steal me. Oh. I didn't want to be stole. I want to yeah. be stole. I didn't want to be stole. I want to go take ride with the gypsies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like, when these kids are watching their parents freak the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Right. Like clench their Bibles up to fear them. Like, Again, oh, well, that's I mean the news. The news is constantly. They always have yeah. and always will be doing that. Like, there's something in your house that's gonna kill you. Tune Blue in at ten. Well, that's because of population. Tune in at ten and find out what it is. You may have a ticking time and bomb it, in yeah. your basement. The best example of Tune that in is um, in 1991, uh, 2020 on ABC with Babwa Walters. Um, they did Wah-wah-wah-wah. like what I would say is like. Like so, in 1971, oh. they, you had the first official broadcast of an exorcism. This is the one that, like, it's so fucking cringy to watch on uh, YouTube. Um, and in 1991, they broadcasted a segment of a teenage girl named Gina, uh, who was a troubled Gina. person experiencing "quote unquote" demonic visions and voices, uh, as well as violent seizures. And her family members even claimed, uh, went as far to as claim that they had seen her levitating. Uh, this was the first primetime <laughs> televised exorcism case on a person, and uh, it is just heavily edited footage uh, following the predictable cliche rules of this ritual. Mm. Uh, Gina screaming in deep voices, just mm-hmm. like lashing out, and, uh. and oh people God. grabbing her by the head. And, yep. And, uh, and it's just funny because then, like, it's like... Oh, my God, because everybody knows the part that they're supposed to play. Exactly. The yeah, rules like, were laid out. We know the rules. Be afraid of holy water. this is 1991. This is, like, you know, like, this is... Barbara Walters is, like, the segment ends and she goes, wow, that was really moving. I feel very... Con-. Like, it's, like, there's no fucking doubt. There's no, like, you know, other it's like side theater. Like, it's, it is. Everyone knows... Well, and again, they got the script. We all... The Exorcist gave us the script. We know the rules. We know how to play the part. That's why when you go into those evangelical... Um, yeah. True. Where they're, yeah, they're the re- revival style stuff where they're fucking exercising everybody. Yeah. You got a demon. You got a demon. Yeah. You got a demon. And those people in the drama know how to play yeah. the part. Yeah. There's that. They and got and the and script. And then literally... Um, it's just that the media and the religious fanatics cannot acknowledge the role of mental illness in all this. Mm-hmm. And, uh, because that just takes away the quote unquote, the spice, the mystery yeah. of the story. Like, oh, and, you're not um, schizophrenic. You have demons in your head. Yeah. Like, yeah. And in, in this book, American Exorcism. You're not having a psychotic break. Yeah. In the, in the book, American Exorcism, a lot of the interviews with people by the author, um, who have undergone exorcisms and eventually feel sanctified and relieved of whatever symptoms they were 
feeling prior to the ritual are all similar stories where they dealt with adolescent trauma, addictive behavior, shame, and most of all, sexual abuse. And uh, I want to read uh, one of my, like, one uh, the passage that really, like, it struck to me on a, it's like, this is the quintessential, like, mm-hmm. exorcism case. Yeah. Um, let me find it here. Eric, remember in the mm. late 80s, early 90s, too, when everybody had repressed memories? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everybody oh. was coming up on talk shows, even Roseanne. Yeah. All of a sudden, That's everybody had fucking repressed memories of, like, the, satanic abuse. That, yeah. yep. Back to the George Minnesota thing. That's what a lot of that was, too. They were, like... Like someone was like talking to all these kids and like like digging up all these a lot re- of that is repressed police, memories. Police I'm doing finger quotes. Quote, I'm doing quote repressed memories. Yeah. planting and seeds. It's the same. And it's like none of it. None of it actually mm-hmm. happened. These kids just make it up, kind of stories and. And the same well, thing. It's led. Yeah. It, it screws over actual like hypnotherapists. Like hypnotherapy is not you like remembering and snapping awake or whatever it's like basically guided meditation and because of those kinds of stories of people like being like you will get sleepy and you will talk about this thing that happened to you and it's like Mm -hmm. actually discredits a legitimate form of therapy Mm -hmm. and because the media likes to take things and make them fucking sensationalized and oh and as you'll (laughs) see like and then like again like this example i'm about to read um this is sort of, this, these are the people that are going and seeking out help to expel demons from their body. Um, okay. All right. So uh, in this section, um, the author is meeting a person named Paul who is about to receive an exorcism for the first time. Okay. So he's got some, he's got, got I'm some I'm nervous. Jitters. This is my first exorcism. Yeah, I'm kind of nervous. I'm kind of new here. I am. kind of excited. I hope I do it right. My are name's there, Paul. Are there little treats? Do we got a, a banquet buffet? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is there all you can eat buffet after? Paul said that he had been raised on the West Coast as the second of three children in a nominally Christian family and that his childhood had been distinctly unhappy. His parents, both successful professionals, had spared no financial expense in raising their children via the best schools, customized vacations, but the family environment was an emotional wasteland. Paul's father was engrossed in his work and rarely found time for anything but the most rudimentary parent, parental affection. You're and a good boy, Paul. Yeah. Like good boy, Paul. Pat, pat on the head. Daddy, go by. <laughs> and his mother Daddy drank drinks. heavily and flew into fits of rage at the slightest provoca- pro, uh, provocation. Pro, provocation. Learned behavior. Uh, by Paul's early, early adolescence, the situation had become almost unbearable for him. And feeling the need for escape, he began spending one or two nights a week at the house of his closest friend, a boy he'd known since kindergarten. During one of these nights away from home, however, Paul awoke to find his friend performing oral sex on him. Oh! Filled with a confusing mixture of revulsion, shame, and pleasure, Paul threw on his clothes and spent the rest of the night wandering aimlessly in some nearby woods. Although Paul tried hard to put it out of his mind, the incident at his friend's house dogged him relentlessly. Over the next several years, he fantasized endlessly about fellatio, and his sexual impulses seemed in danger of spinning completely out of control. He masturbated compulsively four or five times daily, sometimes while sodomizing himself with tampons and other objects, oh. and sometimes while wearing, work. while wearing his mother's bra and panties. <laughs> it works, trust me. No, At no, because the, the tampon, if, well, if, he, if it's in the plastic, maybe still, but if you it's take the it beginning out and it's guide cotton, to sodom. the cotton's going to just kind of stick to the skin and it's gonna it's not gonna it's like fisher price well no it's not gonna be fine (laughs) (laughs) the tampon's not gonna leave it in the plastic and then it'll be fine it's like the banana with gg allen (laughs) 
Well, it's like Gigi Allen with the banana, and yeah. he's like, took it out it's of the peel. Work. You gotta leave it in the peel. Leave you it want it to go in Paul's there. Paul's got bigger fish to fry. All right. Yeah. yeah. Logistics. <laughs> at the trying, age of just trying stuff. At the age of, he's just yeah, he's experimenting. At the age of sixteen. 16, he tried to have sex with the next door neighbor's pet poodle. Yeah. If you would have let me finish, uh, we, we get into that. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, my God. Now that brings sense. even more questions about Tegan. Now, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, now you're going to have to take Tegan in for Tegan. like repressed memory hypnotherapy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for real. That's going to be Jesus. the next thing they're going to try to sell me on. Like your dog has been maybe sexually abused. Yeah. I'm actually a self-top oh, hypnotherapist. Yeah. A pet hypnotherapist specifically. I'd be happy to um, take Tegan on as a client. Cost 45 I, I, uh, 45. Uh, that's <laughs> my going 45. price. Uh, he tried Worth to have sex it. with the next door neighbor's pet poodle, and the oh. following year he finally succeeded <laughs> after poodle. many failed attempts in performing fellatio upon himself. Shortly after oh, mastering. Like, <gasps> what? Wait, what? He's blowing himself. He, he did it? Do it? He could do it. You're the best around. around. Nothing's gonna, gonna ever get, get you down. You're the best around. Nothing's gonna ever get Nothing's you down. Oh my God, you can go down on yourself. Oh yeah. That's just, I've really, seen, it's possible? There was a kid in high school who did it all the time. <laughs> he let you watch? Like How much he, did that cost? 45? It was always the same. It was always like, I can do it. It was like, no, you can't. Show us. Come and on. Then, and then there'd be like several boys in a circle around him as he's sucking his own dick. Shut That's up. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> what? Betten- stories from Bettendorf. Old Bettendorf. <laughs> Them Bettendorf boys, they suck their own dick there. <laughs> they don't need any companions. <laughs> it's better than shoving corn up their ass because they're not. Uh, the Bettendorf blowers. But you know what? <laughs> shoving corn up your ass, it shucks it as well. So that's two birds you, with one stone. You pull it out. Right? Why are we shoving production. corn up our ass? Why did we get oh, oh, We ran out of tampons. Oh, I, okay. Oh, God. Wow, that got way We're off never going to get through this. I got a few. I, we will. Yeah, we will. I, we I, will. I chose a long passage. I, I want to hear more about Paul and his poodle raping. Okay. Aww. So Butt he play. sucks his own dick. Uh, shortly, I wish that Paul had raped the poodle that tried to rape Eric. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> that's that like been fucking come up and yeah. take that. Rape me, beige. I'll rape you. Um, shortly God. after masturbating this uh, feat of autoeroticism, Paul also began experimenting heavily with hallucinogenic drugs, mm. and on several occasions, he experienced nightmarish trips that were highlighted. By images of death and destruction. Wow. Uh, this is all before the age of 18. Okay. Uh, Paul left mm. home for college at the age of 19, <laughs> and during his sophomore year, he befriended a classmate who belonged to a charismatic prayer group that oh. met twice weekly in the basement of an mm-hmm. Episcopal church several blocks off campus. Although he had never considered himself particularly religious, Paul decided to check out the prayer meeting personally one evening. It exceeded his wildest expectations. This is great! Oh, the outburst of this. enthusiasm. I have never been to a prayer meeting that I thought was fun. And speaking in tongues. The demonstrations of miraculous healing and intentative fellowship, all of this was astonishingly new to Paul, and he felt that he had finally found a place where he might truly feel at home. Aww. Over the next several months, Paul immersed himself fully in the life of the group, and in the process, his... Uh, sexual mishaps and torture and self-doubts gradually seemed to melt away. He studied scripture and attended um, Catholic, I don't know, uh, special sessions. Uh, he made new <laughs> friends and cultivated a new religious sensibility. And finally, in what amounted to his full-scale initiation into the charismatic fold, he experienced baptism in the Holy Spirit and suddenly found that he, too, was capable of speaking in tongues. Heck yeah. But was he still capable of sucking his own dick? Oh, that never goes away. That's yeah. what that, <laughs> and when you learn to speak in tongues, and then it just gets oh, better. That's You're code like, for speaking. <laughs> <laughs> that's code for sucking your own Suck dick. Suck the demon out of me. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, can you speak in tongues? Um, <laughs> I told you I speak in tongues. But within weeks of receiving his first spirit baptism, all of Paul's old troubles returned with a vengeance. Mm. Once again, he found himself obsessed with lurid sexual fantasies, and he once again felt himself drowning in doubt and despair. So the demons weren't a problem until he became a Christian? They came back. They came back. It was a, it was, it was a Band-Aid on a demon wound. Ah. <laughs> uh, Paul tried to counter his troubles by throwing himself even more fervently into the charismatic worship, but his condition seemed to grow progressively worse. He spent entire days locked in his room in a guilt-ridden masturbatory funk, <laughs> and finding it impossible to keep up with his studies, he dropped out of college and took a job driving a cab. Just stop masturbating. He no. makes you so lazy. <laughs> Sorry, but I've been in a masturbatory funk. I'm sorry. If I'm masturbating, I'm I'm a spring fucking chicken. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sad with the masturbating. No, I'm not. I love a good self session. (laughs) (laughs) So you said he dropped out of college to drive a cab, masturbating and crying. as lube. Uh, oh, they do. It was at this point that Paul became <laughs> fearful that he might actually be losing his sanity. Uh, yeah. In Sounds the, like it. In yeah, the early it. morning hours while waiting outside hotels and restaurants for fairs, he began to feel shifting sexual sensations, quite often of orgasmic intensity in various parts of his body. <laughs> the sensations normally started out in his chest and then moved onto his head, his groin, and sometimes his feet. And while rarely lasting more than five minutes or so, they would leave him numb with shame. Uh, after shame. enduring all of shame. this in grim <laughs> silence for several months, Paul finally worked up the nerve to discuss his plight with the leadership team of his charismatic prayer group. So he's like, hey, uh, question. Where you been, Paul? Do you guys ever get, like, orgasms in your chest and feet <laughs> yeah. area? I love a good That orgasm. leave you feeling shameful afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> or is that just, a, like, anyone? Asking anyone? for a friend. Asking yeah. for a friend. Yeah, exactly. Um, I might try to... Just fast forward. So then they were like, so, oh, that's probably demons. This, exactly. That's like a bunch of demons. Mm -hmm. This led to, um, uh, yes, like, sort of, like, initial processing of exorcism, which is just learning about, sort of, like, why demons would be in you, where this comes from, Mm -hmm. sort of everything. Because you were playing with the Luigi board. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. And you let the demons out. Oh, you got the demons in, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I make a hell of a good pizza. <laughs> hey, you have a pizza pie, yeah? No more demons. So, essentially, <laughs> uh, it, it just kind of goes from there. Um, he he was, like, he has sexual trauma as an adolescence in his past. Right, And yes. it has carried right. with him forever. He has legitimate... Which translates to shame. Mental trouble. Mm-hmm. Exactly, it's which are literal metaphorical like... versions of demons. And exactly. Exactly. It's, it's, it, oh, yeah. it, yes, they are medical for... Yes, so I, I suppose in, in that regard, exorcism is effectful, effective in people being like, well, yes, you have the demon of depression. I can name it as a exactly. thing. And that's like and a tool you can, and for you, you as to a work victim through. of demonic possessions, you can just attribute it like, oh, well, it's not me. This is an extension of me. This is not my problem. It's a demon's problem that's in me. Yeah. I can be cured. And, and this, once the spirit is vacated... I feel great. And if it ever comes back again, the demons are back. So you so just fucking you could, go. You, like, go you could probably uh, get to the same place just by going to like a therapy session yeah. yes. or two. But then yeah. instead the you're blaming the demon, you're not blaming your own, or you're not acknowledging your own trauma. But if you it look is. at it as like a visual tool True. or something, yeah, so like, not, it's like it's a way that they can like 
understand it on a different level to maybe make it manifest and go away so that, you know yeah. what I mean? Right. It's the same I, as that trauma therapy that you're talking about. Yes. You you revisit the trauma, but... Uh, well, and, and to quote even um, uh, a, re- a religious figure, Father Gary Thomas, who is a Roman-trained exorcist, um, as well Gary as Thomas. a uh, important resource for the 2009 exorcist novel, The Right, which was later turned into a movie. Coincidence? Was it also mm. called um, The Right? He estimates that 80% of exorcist cases involve a person who is a sexual abuse survivor. Huh. Um, so it's clear that there is a correlation of uh, abuse, yep. finding Child people who have carried shame and trauma with them their entire life. Um, one thing I will say, because, okay, I have I had the unique experience of being raised Catholic, um, partially raised Catholic, and then when I was in high school, I attended this fucking crazy evangelical fundamentalist church. So what I understand from my mom's being a part, she was a charismatic Catholic, so again, taught, fighting demons, taught, speaking in tongues, all that stuff. Mm. And Catholics, they have, like, real names for their demons, like um, uh, Pazuzu and, like, the, like the real pantheon yeah. of demons. Yeah. Yeah. Then you go to the evangelical side where the, they're, they're just, everybody in the room has a demon and you're, like, we're going to exercise all of you tonight. But what they name their demons is you have the demon of depression. You are blighted by the demon of alcohol. You are blighted yeah. by the demon. So they have different names for, they, they have a demon. You have the demon of laziness. You have the demon of too many cookies. Yeah. Um, whereas, yeah, Catholics Fucking is like, right. oh, I'm no. the cookie demon. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a cookie monster. I am definitely possessed by the demon of yeah. too many cookies. But and the Catholics, too. they actually engage in the the literal pantheon of demons right. by name. Whereas, yeah. yeah, they're like, you have the demon of Zulu, Zulu. Of you can't fix the, your Rubik's Cube. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, like, and then, again, so, like, when we think, if we look back and think, okay, so, like, like where a like if someone is like where is the harm of an exorcism being performed if 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 a the like the placebo effect we're talking about right, they walk right. away well and it helped them for every one of those that's successful there are lots of unsuccessful ones and deaths which is and pretty deaths and oh, this is a good place to and take a break and yes yeah let's when so we we'll get back get into we'll talk deaths. about death I want to um, I want what happened to Paul like did he oh, yeah, go through his exorcism what he, happened he, is he okay did he, he stop sucking himself off you never no, stop it's, again it's, we get back to that you never stop sucking yeah. your dick once, once you, you get there out. once you manage yeah, that's a once you figure it out skill I yeah. yeah, you put that on your resume. Yes. Next to speak in tongues. And you get that job. And you get a job at Dr. B's. <laughs> Dr. B's. Was Paul okay? Um, as like so to wrap it up, they like he goes through watching Paul receive an exorcism uh, uh performed on him and uh then essentially he's interviewed after and like yeah, he feels fucking great and terrific and then Good. there's there's really no follow up though. Mm. Like, okay. All right. So but it, it's it just displaying the sort of like this is the the quintessential type of pr- person that's yeah. Yeah. coming forward looking looking yeah, for an exorcism. Yeah, I, I just had I had to have closure on the on the story. I had to find out. And he what still yeah. sucks his own dick. So yeah, okay, yeah. that's all I wanted to know. She would. You're the best around. No one's gonna suck your dick in town. You're the best <laughs> around. No one's gonna suck your dick in town. Cause you can do it yourself. Hell yeah. That's for Paul. So when you suck, if you suck your own dick, would you close your Sucks eyes suck. and pretend like it wasn't you? No, I would. I would, <laughs> I would put a mirror. I wonder what it tastes uh, like. Yeah. A mirror for what? I mean, because well, I know what a dick extra. tastes like, but I also wonder like what your own dick tastes like to you. Does it taste like what you ate? <laughs> are you like, like? Are you like? Depends on what I've stuck it in. That day. <laughs> well, it just depends exactly. on what you eat, though, too. I little guess. A little bit of pudding, a like, little bit of sand. Have a lot of asparagus. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would do. I'd a little like, bit of ham and 
stuff a my bit dog in some rainbow sherbet and slurp that bad boy up. Come on, we live in Minnesota. It's ranch dressing. You wouldn't just go for the flavor of your own dick? Like, I don't need to add flavor to this. I would definitely add my dick. cool ranch Doritos. <laughs> like just the powder? powder. Like crush, crush them up and like dust it? While you're sucking your own dick? It's yes. caught near your urethra. Oh, stop saying urethra. So, so spicy. <laughs> urethra with urethra. Franklin. Urethra Franklin, yeah. So spicy. I just, when Evan says it, it just sounds different. R-E-S-V-P-P. Urethra. I know what urethra means to me. Hey, is your urethra sore like mine is? Is this natural, Dr. B? Why, yes, it is. You're going to need an ultrasound of your urethra. Let me just strap you down. It's going to be $487. Have another margarita. 45. It's 45. The scary thing is that there have been plenty of exorcisms in the last two decades in the 21st century mm-hmm. that have resulted in the deaths of innocent people. And again, it's like we were talking about it. It's like, oh, this is just like fantasy play or like anything. It's like, no, it's like, even if you don't die, you're going to have these long-term psychological effects right. yep. that just... Yeah, for being strapped down and slapped by priests. And Can you get yeah. trialed for murder? Well, no, well I, it's because of the... Um, I hope I'm not stepping on your information here, Evan, but um, because the the deaths and exorcisms result from the therapy itself, from the exercise, like these people get starved, they go through these violent, um, I don't know how to describe it, Uh, just it's it's a very, very violent process. Um, I would imagine that somebody might have been charged for murder or that it's been speculated upon because... It's ugly. It's ugly well, and confusing and complicated. There's the <laughs> famous case of um, Annalise Michiel. Yeah. Um, and this was, this was in the mid-70s. Uh, she was a 23-year-old student from Klingenberg, Germany. And uh, was... I saw photos of her. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so this yes. is... And then, she looks of like course, a concentration Of course, they made the exorcism the of, of Emily Rose yeah. based on her. She probably had fucking schizophrenia, though, or oh, yeah. something. She was mentally ill. Totally. She like, was diagnosed by her thing. local priest as, like, you are possessed by specifically six demonic spirits. Oh, my God. Um, and she endured 67... Rituals of exorcism wow. over the course of nine oh months. God. Holy shit! I, I have to believe that. Like, also, when you have like raging schizophrenia, like, and this stuff is going on, Dude. it's not helping. No. It's it's just ramping no. it up to it's, eleven. Totally. It's feeding the because it's your ego. It's feeding that sense. It's feeding of the drama. Well, then it's yeah. like these priests are like, okay, even if the priests are coming at it from a legit. Uh, perspective of concern. Right. They're looking at it as this person has demons in them and they're not getting better with after 50 And you have to go to extreme lengths. You go to extreme lengths and you start fucking making up your own, not that they weren't before, but they're fucking just, like they told um, Annalise to start uh, starving or like fasting as a a way to... um, But you need nutrition as a way to like literally Ooh. like the logic is like well that'll just rid the demons of less to hang on you know or like whatever right okay and, so- and when she fucking died she died of starvation oh. that was the 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 um, that's how she died and she weighed fucking 68 pounds jesus by the time she died 23 year old oh that's fucked up right and like none of the priests as far as i'm concerned were um, I don't know specifically if the priests were convicted of anything mm. um, in that in that um, case. Um, but then we look in the last um, 
couple of decades, we have uh, the case of Terrence Cottrell, who is an eight-year-old autistic boy. No! Who, uh, in 2003, attended oh, no. a church service in... What uh, kind of church was it? Mawa- evangelical. Fucking, of course um, it was. Jesus and in the home, in his home of Milwaukee, and by the end of the service, had died of suffocation <gasps> due to external chest compression oh. after Pastor Ray Hemphill and Terrence's mother were convinced the boy had demonic spirits in him and repeatedly covered his mouth and forcing oh their hands upon my his body. God. Oh my God. Almost like in a reverse sort of CPR way to attempt to drive the spirits out of him. Oh. Um, and how terrifying that case, for that little boy. Not only to die like that, but to be like sitting there and being little and you're, and you're full of demons. I mean, how terrifying. And he's autistic. And he's it's autistic. Like, well, just think about this. Okay. Ooh. I'm, I'm, um, so when Eric, you have this story, Eric, think about when Jagger. you were. Think no, Mick Jagger. because just religion, <laughs> in, just religion in itself is kind of fucked up thing to do to a kid. Yeah. It's kind of scary. Yeah. If you think about it, to tell a kid, there's a guy in the sky who watches everything he's you gonna, do. He's going to watch you're you in the naughty, watch you gonna, yeah, yeah, but Eric, didn't you have a weird thing when you were a kid? Like you had to like make sure you prayed. Right? I had a lot of weird things because when you I was were a kid. you were terrified if you didn't pray right that your that you yeah. your family would die. No, I, it was a weird thing. Like if I didn't like. That was a weird thing I just made up in my own head. But, like, but, but, if I didn't end the prayer session properly by like, you know, sign of the cross and amen, I would like leave my like. <laughs> it's kind of funny now that I think about it, but it was, yeah, it was. But it's it open up. your demons to us. Kind of. Well, yeah, I would like leave like like kind of like leave a doorway open that demons could like go ahead and say shit into my prayers, like attack oh, their right. own things on. Yeah. Right. And oh, so, fuck. Because you're a little like, kid who doesn't fucking really yeah, understand yeah, what my religion family, is. And, uh, yeah. Poop on my face. Now <laughs> pretend yeah. you're an so, eight-year-old autistic man. kid. Yes. So, like, I would be like, <clears throat> a lot of times when you're, you're, you know, you're a little kid and you're getting tired, you're getting sleepy, you're finishing out, you're kind of oh. ripping through your prayers and stuff. And you're in and that you're like, state. Uh, and you're falling asleep and it's like, oh, shit, did I, like, did I, like, say amen? amen? Did, how many times did I say amen? Oh, maybe I said it, like, if I say yeah. three, would that, like, open it back up? And then yeah. I'm going to, like, like open myself up to demons yeah. and stuff like that. So, so yeah. I wonder if a lot of my childhood OCD was from how involved I was in the church. Well, religion Possibly. is traumatizing by itself. Again, yeah. if you're a kid and you don't have, per- you don't have, um, not necessarily shame. perspective, but you don't have, um... Uh, you don't you don't have the context yep. to put things into yet. It's just arbitrary, and you're just being told by the people who are in authority that that is how it is. And then you form your own associations because you're a kid, and you do the best you can to form the associations that you can, and then trauma, and then you're worried about that you didn't say amen enough, and now demons are coming at you. Yeah, now it I got fucked the, up. Now I got the demons. Now I, got the, I have a demon door open in my bedroom, and now yeah. I cannot sleep. Yeah. And that's very real. Yep. Yeah. I mean, not real, and real life, but real to the person well, it's, it's happening it to. It feels paranoia. To, yeah. Again, it's to scary. think that there's this guy fucking watching everything. It's the same thing with Santa Claus. Right. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He knows when okay. you're sucking your own dick. Yeah, yeah. and he does not approve. <laughs> no, I, I mean, maybe you're Santa. Keep but. going a little longer. <laughs> um, yeah, there's, uh, I mean, just a few, another, I mean, it's a downer to talk about, but. Um, it gets Rebecca all riled up. It does, yeah. It really yeah. gets, it gets it's Rebecca all riled up. Well, because I don't like things that are harmful to vulnerable people. No, when don't you... touch me with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm poking that with a stick right I, now. I'm holding the dismembered arm for comfort right now. I'm just protective of the vulnerable. That's yeah. all. If I, I, agree. I Yeah, I, it, makes me, it makes me go, rah, 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 rah. I'm just, a big dog. I'm a big dog. Big dog coming through. Don't mess with the big dog. really old people who have religion 
rolled over. Oh my ways. god! And not to get off topic, but Eric's mom called the other day because she fucking got scammed. Yeah. This is insane. So, no, sorry to get off topic. Sorry about that, Eric. Eric. <laughs> no, it's okay. No, like, I, was la- I, was, I was laughing my ass off. Oh, you were it the one. Crazy. You perpetuated you, the whole thing. Was it you, harmless Evan? I said, Eric's in Guatemala. We're not <laughs> going to hurt him. Dude, no, that's, that's not that far off, actually. I know. Like, that's the shit that... Is that what happened? Yeah, Emily? somebody somebody called my parents who are... They're, they're old. They're, you know, they're, they're having... Very old. They're you having need to some... train. Don't answer the phone if you do not have the number. Yeah, they live in a small town in Minnesota, and they're, they're very having, elderly. Yeah, but so somebody, yeah, somebody called them and told them, like... Uh, I went to New Jersey to attend a wedding, and I got drunk and, dro- <laughs> and drove this is my... totally something I'd say. Yeah, Are you serious? Dead serious, yeah. What? Drove my car into a, a lady that was like six months pregnant, and she was probably going to lose the baby. What? I was in jail, and they had somebody... And, and then they had somebody like... like uh, and a broken nose. Yeah, the, like they said that I had stitches in my this face. This happened and yesterday? A, it was a couple... It was like a week it ago. It was last week. Oh, my God. Uh, that <laughs> they they, that. they had someone impersonate my voice or like hey. yeah but like oh, I can't oh, I'm Eric I can't talk Hello. right because I got a broken nose mom and like it's just Adam saying oh, what the fuck and like Dude, okay that's so insane. that's creepy they were I was being was held elaborate. I was being held in a, I in asked a jail you what's cell. new in your life and you said nothing <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know but. So yeah, basically, and they had to they had to send this this person five thousand dollars to like get me out on bail. What? And my dad was like, "Well, go up to the bank and get take out a loan." And no. So I just happened to call like, oh no, that's that's not true. They called me, that and then all, I, yeah. I skipped the first. Maybe phone we call. should call her. I, I called back, and what's up? My mom was all freaked out. She was like, "Who? Like, what's my mom's name? Who is this?" And I'm like, "What? What are you talking about, mom? Oh. Chill out." Oh, like you were an imposter. Yeah. yeah. So, they got his phone. They oh. really got it. It took her a while. We don't believe to, you. We're going to pay the 5000 She She literally was like, wait, wait. Okay, so it is you. Okay, wait. I got to go because the cops are here. She called the oh cops. My God. Yes. Oh, my God. To the house. God. And, like, yeah, it was a whole thing. Imagine like, if the cops oh. Moral of the story is you can fucking trick old people out of money, like, super easy. I'm going to start holding you for rest. Wait, that's what we were talking about, right? Screwing over I remember one time my aunt emailed my mother that she was stuck on a vacation and yeah. needed like $10,000 from the family collectively to get her like home. Yeah. Like, wow. and my parents, be- my mom fucking believed it. And then I think, I don't know. And then my dad's like, that's a scam. Yeah. I saw it on 2020. Your dad has a weird voice. Yeah. <laughs> That's a scam. Scam. That's a scam. That's a parent. My, my dad is a parrot. Okay. <laughs> weird. We're going to get his Clean voice. Your That's for another episode. That's You're a disappointment. <laughs> That's anyway. what I'm going to say when people do call me. Oh, when they robocall scam. Me. That's a scam. scam. I had, I had at, at my work all the time, like we get fucking all sorts of calls, like robocalls shit. Mm-hmm. And scam shit. And like, I just all, it, it brings me so much joy to fuck with these people. Yes. And, and, I, and I'm at work. And uh, I like, the other day, I, I, I picked up the phone and they were like, hey, we're like, it was like a homeowner insurance thing. Oh, and yeah. I was just like, I don't have a home. <laughs> and they were like, well, oh, we thought, and I was like, I don't have a home. Do you have home for me? <laughs> and like, literally, we're like, well, and I was like, I just poo-pooed. Like, I just, 
<laughs> until they hung up, and I was like, yes. hey, this brings me so much uh, joy. I'm going to start doing I that. work with a generic company that does things on the internet, and... Uh-huh. Um, a lot of the stuff that we deal with is, like, people getting scammed and, like, how to teach them how to not get scammed. Yep. And it's also, it's, like, if you're a really busy person, that's a kind of a version of vulnerability, too. It's, like, you don't even have the time or you're overworked. And that could, I'm trying to segue it back. I'm trying to see well, Dr. I'll segue it for you because we're going to get to the ultimate scammer of them all when it comes to exorcism. Oh. And that is the Reverend Bob Larson. Bobby Larson. Bobby is anyone is familiar guy, with Bob Larson? Is he the guy who fucked up John Saffron? I don't or know. John Sa- there is he the guy, guy that draws John. those funny one-panel cartoons? Is <laughs> <laughs> he the guy who sucks his own dick? No, there was this uh, awesome Gary show Larson. Gary that Larson. used to be on um, IFC. Far side. It was called John Saffron. John Saffron oh, yeah, 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 versus yeah. God. And he would just explore all these religions, and it was a really fascinating show. And then he um, he did one where he explored exorcism, and I think he went to this guy, John He Ma- must And have. then he never did the show again. Yeah, that was the last episode. And he was so... Um, like he got clinical. Well, he was so clinical when it came to religion. He was just he he wasn't gonna you know subscribe to anything. But when after he saw this guy, like he never did the show again. I think he got like exercised. I think the guy fucking converted him oh or something. God. I don't know for sure. I think John just... Safran, if you're out there, loved your show. What happened? How are what you? What happened? You okay, buddy? Ooh, Bob Larson. He looks like a special character. Well, he Let looks he looks physically like a cross between. Yeah, that's the dude. That that's the, the dude. That's red the guy. son of a fucker. Red from that '70s show and. <laughs> A uh, guy who directs and stars in his own grainy VHS porno videos playing yeah, the a role of a stepdad. Accurate. Yep. Yeah, he's a real son of a bitch. Like, he has a, yeah, like a lot of gold so chains. So he is, he is like the the Billy Mays right now of exorcisms mm-hmm. in okay. a way. He's 75, fun um, fact. If you go to his website, um, it's just so fucking... It's literally like a Tim and Eric skit or something, <laughs> but... Uh, so a little, a little bring you up to speed if you haven't heard of Bob Larson. Is he self-ordained? The shit out Tell of him. me he's, he's self-ordained. He's totally self-ordained. All his YouTube videos are like, you know, with like someone uh, and they're in like some really small church, like, like the most, like a church that's also used as like an Alcoholics Anonymous room. Yeah, like in yeah, a yeah. strip mall. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. in an industrial park. We can't have yeah. worship on Thursday. Yeah. That's yeah. when the drunks have the, yeah. the room. Exactly. And, and it's all it just Saturdays. like, just like, and then the person like, ah, and the person plays the part. Yeah, they're great. like, ah. they're great, but they're horrible. That's what happened to John it's, Saffron. That's exactly yeah, that what you is, like. Yeah, I mean, he saw that guy in the. Bob Larson has again. claimed to perform over forty thousand exorcisms what? over the course of a forty-year career. That's amazing, considering what did you say earlier on the stats that like five in a thousand were actually five out of a thousand, according to the Vatican, uh, are actually people suffering from okay, demonic so let, possession. Let's do that math. Uh, Just did I it. don't want it. It doesn't do add that. up. That's a lot of math. It doesn't uh, add up. That's a lot of math. Doesn't add 45. up. Forty-five. And you it does and, not and, come uh, cute. There is an affordable uh, plan if you are in, uh, interested in, oh in uh, having an exorcism performed on you by the Reverend Bob Larson. Okay, how much is it going to uh, cost? Four hundred and ninety-five. Dollars, you son of a uh, which is a little bit more, more than I to save my doggy. Yeah. Um, and, but there, if you can't afford the in-person exorcism, mm-hmm. he'll, uh, he, he, he'll charge only $395 for a Skype exorcism. Jesus Christ. Just over the way. Really? And, and only $295 for an exorcism over the phone. 
Oh, Jesus. so it's just that easy. So it's phone, that easy. So it's like phone sex. It's like it's like the most kinkiest, aggressive. Why phone doesn't sex he just set up a one nine hundred number? One nine hundred demons. Yeah. Get your demons um, out. One time, one of those numbers called me. Is like, are you ready to talk to? They singles? called you. Yeah, they yes. called me and asked me if I was ready to talk to hot singles in my era. Man, you got to get into the sex work you? trade because you are constantly Were being approached about it. I was not ready because I was sitting at my desk. Okay. Sucking my own dick. Sucking my own dick at generic company. There's a um, there's a great like so he was uh, recently on an episode of Doctor Phil, Ooh. and oh, Doctor F- I fucking love Doctor Phil because he'll just fucking grill you. <laughs> I like, do love Doctor Phil. Like he's full of shit, but like do he's just it's just Dr. like it shows just, just hilarious. He's just better at he, being full of shit. Yeah, he's yeah. Just, he's and like <laughs> and he brought up those prices. And he's like, so you're saying to me that <laughs> for three hundred dollars I can call you on your phone? And you'll perform an exorcism on me via the phone. And he's like, well, we prefer in person, but, you know, we just want to have an affordable plan for everybody suffering from, demo- you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, that's that's crazy. <laughs> you know, like, well, and, you can't, like, hit someone in the forehead when you're over the phone. Don't yeah. they got to, like, hit you in the forehead mm-hmm. to, like, yeah. make the demon come helps. out or something? Like, helps. push you over? I know um, when the hot the best, The best fucking part of Bob Larson, and I was so tempted to do this, is only for nine ninety five via PayPal. Oh. You can take the demon test. Oh, oh. we are so full of demons, you so guys. So it's like it's like Scientology, hey, the, like, like the like the intro to the Scientology. The- Actually, I think that's literally like. I couldn't get to like I I you have to fucking pay in order to like I'll get give, any. Let's all throw in a couple bucks into the kitty. Slow down and let's so do down. this right now. Um, but it's it's literally. <laughs> I want to take a demon it's test. It's sort of like when when you're in the like Wisconsin Dells and there's like. Maybe let's say the upside down house, and it's only ten dollars, and you're like, "Oh, that'd be funny!" Like, let's do it, and then you pay the ten dollars, and you do it, and then it's just exactly what you thought, but worse. Yeah, <laughs> this is probably that. I think yeah. you're right. It's literally just questions like, "Do you get headaches?" You know, right. or like, "You might have." You do you might have, have problems demon. with drug and alcohol abuse? Have you been sucking your own you dick too much? Demon. Yeah. Do you? So Bob Larson is is the really carrying the torch right now for twenty uh, first century uh, exorcisms. Um, He's got a daughter, but I'd uh, like to add that in. Yeah, well, there we go. He has a daughter. How fucked up is that poor child? Um, yeah. So Jesus. and it's like funny because She's you rich, you fun. watch <laughs> you watch a Bob Larson video and it has however many views, um, and and it's just to the objective eye you go, this is bullshit. This is hilarious, but. Now there's more and more studies and actual facts that are showing that exorcisms are maybe more prevalent in the 21st century than they were in the 20th century. Hmm. Um, the pers- uh, according to Gallup polls and uh, the data firm YouGov, uh, they suggest that roughly half of bo- Americans right now believe that demonic possession is real. The percentage who believe in the devil is even higher than ever right now, and it has been growing uh, up from fifty-five percent in nineteen ninety to seventy percent in two thousand seven. Really, I feel what? like I feel Are like that would have gone dumber? down. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that would have those would have gone, gone up. We're getting dumber. In two thousand fourteen, uh, the Roman Catholic Church announced it would begin significantly increasing the amount of priest training for exorcisms all over Italy and Again. Spain. And what and what they said was a response to quote an unprecedented unprecedented rise in cases of demonic possession. Um, and this influx in exorcism training was spearheaded by Father Gabriel Amorth, who served as the Vatican's chief exorcist and claims to have conducted over a thousand exorcisms 
And he's another example of an exorcist who doesn't hide in the shadows and has continuously capitalized on his God's work, writing several books on the subject of exorcism, as well as just recounting his own experiences in any interview that will be provided to him. And uh, he has a bunch of fun takes on his waged war against evil, <laughs> ranging from the notion that yoga is evil because it oh. leads to a worship of Hinduism and other Eastern religions. And Hindu- other religions are evil. Exactly. Yeah. Not yeah. Christian yeah. is evil. He has defended oh the God. Catholic sex abuse scandals as further proof that the Antichrist was waging a war against the Catholic Church. Oh my God. And this so is the, the person Antichrist- who is like... In charge of the, like, association of, like, exorcism training. So the devil made those priests do it. Yep. Okay. Uh, There is an annual exorcism training conference hosted by the Vatican in Rome every year. Last year, as many as 250 priests from 50 countries participated in learning how to identify demonic possession, listening to personal accounts from other priests, and to find out more about various rituals of expelling demons. Uh, again, it's apparent that the overall stance the Catholic Church seems to take on the subject of exorcisms is having the cake and eating it too. Uh, they maintain, um, for the most part, if they're ever like quoted in a story or anything, they maintain this assertion that exorcisms are only for drastic measures, but they do not wane away at the subject or uh, from the subject or insist that it's malarkey because it maintains their relevance and depicts them as heroes after centuries of nothing but scandal and oppression. Yeah, makes sense. Well, and it's honest. just as and it's just as growing and prevalent in America as it is around the world. Uh, Indianapolis received 1,700 requests for an exorcisms in Performed 2018. Mike Pence, oh according to local chapters of the Catholic Church, there. Mm. Numbers, exorcisms trending. <laughs> numbers are consistent all around, and 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 again, there are so many recent examples of misuse with this practice. In Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, two years ago, Mealy Morris Freeman, the pastor of Grace Mountaineer Church in Brooklyn Center, told a woman in his congregation that she had a demon in her body and that she needed a one-on-one deliverance session so he could exercise it. Okay. Wound up being a guise to sexually assault her. Oh! Freeman began. Yeah, the that's why he called it a deliverance. Get yeah. yeah, squeal like a pig. This is according to a City squeal Pages like story. Um, Freeman began like the deliverance pig. session by giving the allegedly possessed woman cups of oil to drink, <gasps> and after she swallowed them, they began to pray, and she lost consciousness. Uh, when she um, came back to, she noticed that stum- her stomach was slick with oil. So was her breasts, and her underwear was wet. Just like when I go to the dentist. Yes. Yeah. Not the gynecologist. We're not going back to that. No, no, no I'm not going dentist. back to that I dentist. I sign up for that dentist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why are you strapping me down? That's why we got the recommendation yep. from Yeah. And uh, again, like she continued to go. <laughs> it's just Evan's garage. She was continued and encouraged to keep going to these sessions, oh to rid her body of demons, and oh everything, when she would wake up, and clothes were missing, all, the, all that horrible stuff. Uh, fortunately... She uh, there's a for- I'm glad there's a fortunately she, in this. Yeah. She came forward, and uh, the pastor was ultimately convicted of two counts of third-degree criminal assault, Good. sexual assault. Good, you piece of shit. Um, Fuck you, man. And uh, again, it's like this, this is the reality that we're in right now, that the exorcism industry in the U.S. is as thriving as it was in the early 70s, if not even more. We're living in a country where significant portions of populations would rather blame their own or someone they know's mental illness symptoms on demons and would rather be treated with holy rotter than actual therapy or prescribed medication. That's so weird to me. It seems like like people mental illness issues, it's like 
it, it's becoming more like not so like uh, like stigmatized. Yeah, yeah like it, it's normalized that we all have fucked up shit. Yeah. Right, and it's okay, and like yeah. like yeah, but it's it, I don't know. It's just but kinda, let's not it's forget the key word in this is industry. Yeah, industry. So exactly. this is a business, and it churches are businesses. Yep. They are in the business of making money. They 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 have an agenda. Yep. Um. So yeah, keyword industry. I have. I think. I mean, where where do we cross the line from harmful and helpful? Mm-hmm. Because I wonder again sometimes because people might find it therapeutic, as we were saying earlier, that maybe it is a useful tool for that particular person Cathartic to do release, that yeah. that way. Whereas another person would thrive under a more structured therapeutic well, session. Um, so where do we cross the line from harmful to helpful? I mean, it depends a lot, it, almost solely <laughs> on the these religious institutions where. If somebody comes to you at your church and is like, I'm pretty sure I have demons in me. I need an exorcism ASAP. Mm-hmm. You have an option right there to either look at the question, look at the look at the situation rationally right. or through like what help benefits my institution and me personally the most. Well, you can look at it from understanding that somebody who thinks that they have demons with them is a symptom of something else. Yeah. That you're not you don't need to cure the demons, you need to cure the reason why they think they have demons. Yeah. Yeah. And you have a responsibility if you are a church leader or you're in, in that sort of position of authority yeah. and people come to you for help, of course. then you have that responsibility to be able to designate that and I'm, this and is I'm a sure, mental issue before yep. it's a fucking spiritual issue. I'm sure issue. there are plenty of, whether it's like Lutheran churches or like whatever sectors of Christianity, sure there's plenty that will com- not, they're, they're going to go, no, we don't do that. Yeah, like, right. But then be that person people. is just going to go seek out where yeah. that yeah their fear will be accepted. Where they can get that, yeah. And, and there, of course, there's going to be sections of religion yeah. that will gladly take you in and exactly. influence your paranoia and fear. Like, of it, I so. went to a church that talked about sexual health and said Good. abstinence is not the only answer. And I was, you guys know how I was in high and school. And I was like, everybody hey. gonna get this now. Yeah. But <laughs> another thing about this so i recently bought a book called the trauma the body keeps score and it's about the physical manifestation of trauma and like it plays a lot into these people and these and these people who are experiencing this like a thing like i get like do you have headaches do you suffer from headaches does your stomach feel in knots and when your body is like out of balance it also just does fucked up shit like sometimes during like when i fall asleep i fucking twitch yeah. That's called a hypnic jerk. I, I like a hypnic yeah. jerk. Yeah, I, I like it. I don't a real thing. Hypnic, hypnic jerk, jerk chicken in my rack. Yeah. A hypnic jerk so, like, this morning. If someone, if I was in a vulnerable <laughs> enough state and someone was like, lines, "Oh, I appreciate it. the reason <laughs> that you jerk in your sleep is because you're possessed," I'd be like, "Oh, fuck, you're right." Yeah. No, that's an actual biological thing that happens to everybody. Sleep it has, jerking. like I said, it has a name. It's a hypnic yeah. jerk. And so it's like other symptoms, or like I was telling them earlier, like when I was really like my lowest low of anxiety, I had a panic attack where two songs were playing at the same time. I thought I was going fucking nuts. Yeah. And, like, that, it, fortunately, I have enough consciousness where I could say, okay, no, I'm having a panic attack. Talk to someone. But if no one has that fucking resource right. and they're going through that and they're saying, I hear things, it's so yeah. manipulative and it's so, like, it's such a disservice. These priests are self-prescribed therapists. 
They're yeah. self, right. like they're their own, like they're basically saying I'm a therapist, but in under the guise of I'm getting this demon out of you. But it does boil down to the individual as well. You're going to have priests who are going to be, who are going to seek all the other outlets before yeah. they ultimately resort to like, this is going to be demons. And you're going to have people like, what was his name? Gary Larson, John Larson, Bobby Larson, Bobby, Bob Larson, who, like a race car who's going Big to immediately, even if you just go, hi, I'm, I'm interested in joining your church. He's going to go, demon! It's like, no, yeah. I was just curious about like, do you guys meet on Thursday? Demons. Demons. Um, No, it's demons. So it it does boil down to the Only a demon would ask that question. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Well, let's get you up here on the exorcism table. (laughs) Yeah. She's my lap. (laughs) I'm also just really surprised by the fact that they're on the rise more than ever. Like, that's like blows my mind. Yeah, I I feel like it would have gone the other direction. But I think it's because when we have these rise of like counter culture, where it's almost counter culture to get medical help. Like well, we psychological. Could, well, there's always a counter to the counterculture, right. though, too. Countercultures don't rise in a vacuum. Right. They, I mean, they, they generally have an opposition because to them. Just drive through but, Missouri, and all of this will make sense oh, to you. Yeah. <laughs> and I think we, we do live in a very cushiony bubble where we talk about mental health, we have resources, we talk about going to therapy. To, so to yeah. us, it's fucking normal, but... Yeah. If you live in a small town in Hodunk, oh, yeah. Missouri, or... Gotta get out of the small oh, town. I'm <laughs> small town. No, small well, town. my demons and my semen. Small towns usually consist of, like, I'm gonna get the demons out, so you go to the bar and you just get fucking hammered. Yeah. Yeah, then you get in a fight. Holy water, yeah. Phillips. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, you get in a fight, and then you wake up the next day and you feel pretty good. Pass- and then you start smoking meth. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Pastor Jack Daniels. You wake up the next day, and then your mom's on the phone like, are you in jail? (laughs) Where do I invest all the money to? Yeah. Oh, Oh, man. man. It says the Venmo name is Evan69420. Should I send the 5,000 to him? Yes, immediately. Wow. Otherwise, I'm doomed, ma. Yeah. I think that so, is time. So should we scam my mom? So I think we can get a lot of money out of your mom. We can yeah. get hella fat oh, jacks. Easy then, to fool. <laughs> like let's the just old, start with like my old like, man was literally like set like well get up to the bank woman get yeah. that loan oh, taken oh out. Oh my god! Yeah. Get up to the bank woman. Call the cops too. Wow. Yeah. Well, so for this Halloween and for the rest of the year, just remind yourself that. When we see these scary movies, mm-hmm. and when we see everything being portrayed in these fictional Hollywood portrayals, this shit's real and it's really happening ah! and people are into it. Like and if you keep watching those movies, the demons are going to come out of the TV yeah. and they're going to fly into stream, your eyes. Stream exorcist movies illegally so the box office rev- revenue does not reflect the need and desire from our country's population to go seek them out. Go yeah. to church. Yes. No, go, don't to go to church. church. What? <laughs> That's what you got out of that? No. She's got a demon in her. I guess go to church if you want. That's cool. If that's your thing. I mean, if that's your thing, just don't go to church. But be careful. Don't go to church. Go to Dr. B's. Yeah. Dr. B's. Take a Dr. Segway to Dr. B's. I'll tickle that demon right out of you. Yes. You know, maybe my ultrasound sounds probably showing the demon inside my heart. Oh, can ultrasound see demons? Well, there you go. You got a little baby demon in ya. Yeah, you just take an MRI and be like, oh, there's the demon. There. You can see it. It's in my head. I got oh, brain it's a boy. We're going to get him out. There's like 30 that or 40 demons. That demon's got a little wiener. <laughs> <laughs> and, and now I'm not hosting, and I can make fucking weird 
wiener yeah. baby demon jokes. It's hard to make jokes while you're running the episode, isn't it? Is, it? it is. Oh. tough. Yeah. And, and it is, and it's very, and now I think it's a learning uh, position for me yeah. uh, to tone it down when, uh, when, you, when you're in the host mode. Why? Why? I don't know. Don't, don't tone no, it down. I'm, I'm what joking. are you talking about? I'm joking, but now I, it's, it, I have more empathy for you when I just go on uncle and wiener tangents. Don't be a, <laughs> I like your rainbow don't be a uncle little stories. Now. No, 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 yeah, no. Yeah, you no, can't no. stop now. You gotta be a big dog. Yeah. I'm gonna be a big dog. Yeah, yeah, you're a big dog. You're a big dog. Wiener, wiener, wiener. There it is. There He's back. I don't know. Classic Evans back. Where's the Miller light? I don't know how to do an episode without you guys like pummeling me with jokes. Are you kidding? Pummeling, it's just some horrible imagery of us just throwing wieners and you just have an umbrella shield <laughs> trying to tell us about some fucked up topic. Trying to tell you more about animal wieners. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Well, uh, so I guess we did it, exorcism. We did it. So Next week, mummy If papers. you believe that demons are inside you, uh, please call a mental health hotline. Nope. Yes. If you believe that demons are inside you, then get them to cough some fucking money up for rent. Yeah. Dude, because I got like three or four demons Nobody's and they don't, me have, they don't have jobs. They're yeah, no one's living loaders. me rent free. Freeloader. pay this dick utilities. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> you're going to live in me. You're going to pay the fucking phone bill Hell at least. Yeah. You're going to get a... Job, God upstanding damn Pazuzu. Get a job, demon. Get a job. Yeah, I don't know. I, like, I feel like, yeah, when once people are on a weird tangent, they just keep sinking deeper and deeper until, like, mm. s- until they get some help. Like, it makes me think mm. of, like, Richard Chase when he, like, was like, mm. oh, my my blood is disappearing and, like, yes. my bones are in backwards and, like, he's a serial killer. Oh. But, like. Yeah, but he had a, he had a, he had a, like, uh, specific mental disorder. I don't remember what it was. But he, I mean, but um, he genuine, be, genuinely believed that. And, like, I yes, feel like if you genuinely believe you're possessed, like, you're gonna, nothing's gonna yeah. stop you from but also finding an exorcism. Well, within churches, though, too, because you have, you suddenly find yourself in a room full of people that also believe that Yeah, and they're rooting on, like, yeah. giving you permission. Get them out of they're you. They're all actors Rooting. in the pageant. Everybody's participating in the show together. They all signed that silent contract well, to play the stars. imaginary game with each other. In the dope show. And that builds. It all adds all up. I mean, you get... Now. You get that many people in the same room all giving each other permission and encouragement. Yeah, patting each other on the back. The human brain is really powerful. Mm-hmm. So you might, I mean, even if you aren't being possessed by demons, like you can get, your brain can really take you down a deep rabbit yep. hole, man. Yep. And that I'm rabbit ready. hole is legit. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it might not be a demon, but if you believe that's what's happening to you, then that is it's a legit, legit experience. To look right. At. So I don't yeah. know. Don't don't trust. Don't take tr- shrooms. Go to a farm. Don't blindly <laughs> trust churches. Mm. Don't blind. Just like don't blindly trust Doctor Doctor B's. Don't blindly trust your vet. Don't um, blindly but trust you can Evan. Trust me don't blindly trust churches. I'm a doctor, and that's a dr. Dick Register. <laughs> this thing's a lethal weapon. It's a python and it might bite you. <laughs> is anybody listening to me? What does a horseshoe? What does a horseshoe do? You guys want to hear about my weird uh <laughs> my weird my weird product that I I, <laughs> yes. I woke up in the middle of the night and was like, holy shit. Like I wasn't dreaming about it. I just woke up and had this idea. Epiphany. 
Is yeah. it the pasta noodler? It's the pasta noodler. Down, <laughs> down. It, it's it's gonna. I'm gonna sell it on TV now it's, with more demons. Yeah. It's <laughs> so the pasta noodler is like you know one of those. Sounds like something fuckable. Uh, maybe I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But okay, you know what? Like you know one of those big pasta spoons. Sure. You know what the? It's got the hole in the yeah, middle. It looks like the hand. That's the fuckable. Yeah. That's the fuckable part. The hole in the middle. Yeah. The hole in the middle. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, Eric. Well, you can you can measure uh, you can measure the you know, uh, not his first rodeo portions of. Uh, uh, uncooked spaghetti yeah. with it and stuff like that. I learned that recently. Yeah. So, so it's one end is like that and the other end is a recorder, like a child's recorder, like the little flute thing that you can noodle away a song a while you're waiting for your pasta to cook. Oh my God. The pasta noodler. The pasta noodler. Yeah. yeah, you can entertain yourself while your pasta's cooking. You, want me to sing a you can call the kids from the other room with the pasta noodler. It's <laughs> just a pasta song. Now with Alexa. Yeah. Imagine the possibilities. Um, hey, there it is. So. <laughs> so that's the weird thing I woke up good. with in the middle of the night and was like, the pasta noodler. I, I just woke up with an brilliant, man. and a cold sweat. <laughs> Patent pending, patent pending, patent pending. Mm-hmm. I woke up with my pants. But if you do, if someone does make the past the pasta noodler, please. And uh, Brendan uh, Fraser running I through the backyard. Brendan again. <laughs> okay, everybody. That's it. We did it. That's it. Congratulations. Bye, bye, demons. Bye, bye, demons. Say no, no, demon. Bye, bye, demons. Happy Halloween. Even though I think this I think this coming out after Halloween, but. Sorry for laughing. Thank you for listening. This has been a production of Penguin Cat Media. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We take our coffee black like our soul.